1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Chase Thomas podcast, the
2: Chase Thomas podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate, I already hate it. I hate
3: it.
1: All right. Hello. And welcome back to another episode of the Chase Thomas podcast, where I'm still the A for me, Chase Thomas, coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee everything school hq evan making me laugh before i get through this intro he was holding the mic like he was about to belt out the solo i don't know what's going on with evan swords but uh something was happening evan how are you
2: no one's gonna believe you i mean gonna they're gonna see me. it on youtube.com
1: slash chase thomas podcast they're gonna see nah, it nah, evan what's the not...
2: go-to karaoke song uh Ooh. go-to karaoke Ooh. song probably something by fallout boy oh, that's a good one I oh. I feel like the where is you know like that voice is much easier to sing in karaoke because it's you know like a not serious voice in the first place, because <laughs> um, I have a bad singing voice. Mm. I've never very done karaoke.
1: Bad.
2: It's very fun. Mm. It's so much fun. What I do you? What- go- what are you gonna do? Some like Dean Martin karaoke, right? Some just nice Frank Sinatra. I thought you were about to do I was to do the
1: Matlock beat. I could, do, oh. I could do the Andy Griffith. I could do the that'd be a hit. That'd be a banger. Yeah. That's what the people want. That's what yeah. everyone yeah. wants. I have killed Every JP. One. Uh JP is here of SP JP, good evening. How are you? I'm
4: doing good. Doing good. Glad to be back on with y'all.
1: Good to have you. And also here, new computer. Uh, The the camera looks good. I feel like uh, Jarrett's ready for a TV appearance. He's got the cleanest uh, look and everything else ready to go. Jarrett Bailey of USA Today. Jarrett, good evening. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. My go-to karaoke song, um, I think it's Cotton Candy by Youngblood.
1: I don't know who that is. Let's see. Isn't
2: Youngblood
4: British? Yeah. He's British. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh, mine he spells is, it wrong.
4: Mine is "Barshitter" sure by T-Pain and Akon.
0: The that's a good choice. That's a great very song. good choice.
4: That's a,
2: that's a crowd favorite. You play Which that. Which one? The whole, that's a crowd, that's a crowd favorite. Um, Lips of an
0: angel is probably number
2: two. Oh, oh wow, God. going oh, heavy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that <laughs> is not. That is not a crowd favorite. No, no, oh, no yes to it everyone else. known to everyone else, uh, <laughs> unless you are in like the deep water, Southern it's, Alabama. Do not, do awkward. not he's like everyone get out of my way i need to i need to sing chad Gro- kroger very... hero
0: first of all oh, okay i was gonna say if you thought that chad kroger was the lead singer of hinder you are incorrect no it's like it's like ironic when when it's done it's funny oh man that's a good
1: song though. I, I don't might even lie. know the words i just know the li- i just i can hear him yeah. sc- just crying lips of an angel that's all i can hear <laughs> it's, it's, it's... yeah you ever seen the music video for that song I don't want to
2: I yeah that was one of those songs that just played on repeat like I'm like when VH1 I was a kid top 40. Yeah mm. I, well no I promise you it was not top 40. <laughs> it's like top. top I feel whatever. like it was I, I feel like Lips of Evan an Angel was high no, up the charts for a Lips little bit. Of an Angel."
0: I'm looking up how many YouTube views that this music video has I promise you it's I'm gonna it's guess probably a- 60 million
2: it's probably a lot it's it that song played in like that song never had a chance of be of being considered like a classic great song because it was one of those songs that played every minute of the day if you turn the Mm. radio on so like it like by the first three months you were like
0: party in the usa and white girls everywhere still scream that when it comes on
2: yeah but Mm. but yeah but white girls
4: are different man
2: (laughs) you need need to know demographics for music by the way
0: uh lips of an angel 305 million views on youtube
2: 296 million plays on spotify
0: that's absurd
2: (laughs) but then again they have two other songs that are above sixty million that I've never heard of in my Better life. Better so, than me is good. Uh, there's a there's some there's some Hender stands out in the world. <laughs> I wouldn't say
0: I'm a Hender stand, but like three of their songs that anybody else knows are the ones that I know.
4: I'm not gonna lie, I was on a big dotry kick over this over. The I weekend. saw you tweeting hey, It's that. not over. It's still is one The of Wait for the greatest Superman songs is still that is something banger. that I built in opened- my car. He opened his debut album with It's Not Over. Like, yeah. we got to we gotta discuss really? that a lot more. That is insane. It I was like that that It's debut Not album. Over, Home. Like, there was a five-stretch song. Like, o- opening five stretches on the debut album, all of them are just <laughs> bangers.
2: Yeah, that was like uh, the Niners-Cleveland Browns game. What was it? Like, uh, was it uh, Raheem Moser just started the game with a 78-yard touchdown <laughs> yep. run? That's, that's starting your career with It's Not Over.
4: That was like the um, – <laughs> I can't remember which NFC title game it was. I think it was 2019 when the Packers and the Niners played and Raheem Mostert scored like three 50-yard
2: touchdowns. Mm
4: -hmm. That's the exact same thing.
2: By the way, before we get away from it for our YouTube listeners, um, the reason why Jarrett likes Hender (laughs) is because he's in the band. (laughs) He's literally a member. And it's a little blurry, but I'll give you a hint. He could be any one of them. (laughs) Honestly, depending on how long his hair is, he could be any of the hold members on. of Hinder. And in fact, you know, he might be all of the members of Hinder. I'm, I would. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm if you combined every member of Hinder into one person.
2: I, really? You are. I feel like if you got a perm, you could be the guy on the right. <laughs> oh, Hold sure. on, I'll
0: pull up the pictures of when I had a perm.
2: Oh my god. Oh my god. Did he you have a in? perm?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Don't yeah, I'm I'm considering doing it again actually. I
2: feel like Jared's the kind of guy that goes into a barber shop and whatever and he just walks in and he says, It can't be anything we've ever done before. <laughs> whatever you do, you just Ready? can't have done it before. Yeah, can you see that?
1: Oh, that oh is a gosh. perm.
2: Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah, bro. You look that like was... you play for the Miami Heat.
0: That was the the day before I went to my first senior bowl.
4: You look like you look like you play receiver for the Bengals.
0: You know, you know what had happened at that time. So my <laughs> girlfriend had just dumped me, and I was just she. I had always wanted to do the perm, and she always. Oh, told I need. Oh, I was going to ask was the was yes. the perm before <laughs> or after
2: the dump? Was, that was the it real was question. The,
0: literally the day after, so I was leaving I for that. Mobile on Tuesday. She dumped me Sunday night while I'm watching the AFC Championship game. The next day, I go get a perm. Tuesday, I fly to Mobile, and yeah, I, uh, if you know Joe Soralo, I, I told this story on his podcast, and it's. It's a whole thing. She we had a Disney trip planned and she like asked me while I was in Mobile if like I would still want to go to Disney. I switched hotels while I was in Mobile because I'm bad at booking hotels. And I was like, Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind still going to Disney, you know, something that we had planned to do. Yeah, that's fine. I just need to see, you know, what the budget looks like because I switch hotels and whatnot. And then she got mad at me because and I quote, I had committed to taking her to Disney, but I'd spent more while in Mobile, you know, for my career. And I told that on a podcast and it, it made me laugh telling it, so I figured I would share it again.
2: See, did you I ever, like did you ever tell her, no, Rook, did you ever like say to her, like, this is without a doubt coming out of the lips of not an angel? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> we come full lie. circle. J- Jarrett
4: with a perm looks like every quirky white <laughs> slot receiver that you see doing like TikToks now is going to be like a fan <laughs> favorite. He's going to catch like five touchdown passes a
1: 100%. I also love I feel like JP you would you had to have noticed this. What did you notice about the way Jared said mobile?
2: Oh my god, I forgot it. That was I, the first I, thing I, I noticed. I, the only thing I I noticed was he he's an adult and he's gotten this far in life and I like if if he went this far in life pronouncing pronouncing, pronouncing it like that pronouncing it. I yeah, pronouncing it like that, then I'm just gonna let him do his thing. You know who well, am I? Well, it was
1: it it was it's just a not Southern way of pronouncing mobile. Like there is a way to say mobile, and you is it's it, like you a say, marable mobile.
0: Is that how you're supposed to say? it? Mo- yeah, it just has mobile. to have a little
1: bit more twang to it. It's Lo- that's fair. I, I'll accept that criticism. Like mobile, like it's just kind of like I'm going mobile. I, all as the as like, opposed to it's very me, fast I too. call it
2: mobile, mobile yeah, album. Yeah, Oof. I want mobile Alabama. I want to punch you through the screen so much. So Okay. Well, listen, I'm listening. I, I, you know, I went to college. We all know it's called mobile.
0: Yeah, that's right. I'm not pronouncing it like that ever. Do
1: Portlanders have an accent? I feel like Portlanders, like you're, I I, I wouldn't be able to tell. Would y'all be able to tell Evans from the Northwest? I feel like I wouldn't be
2: able to tell. Absolutely. Just by hearing you. Anybody that says that is lying. There's no, there's no no accent. There's no accent. Yeah. Well, I feel like I like the closest thing. Do I have an accent accent is like a guy that was born in Huntington Beach, California, but then like moved away 10 years and you know, hasn't been back in 20 years. Mm. Yeah,
1: um, I just feel like online. you are more L.A. than Portland. Like you have a lot more Southern
2: California to you than I hated Portland. I, I wanted out of Portland my whole life. I was like, it rains all the time. Like, think about it. The biggest things in Portland. And I'm not patting myself on the back on this by any means. But these are the biggest things in Portland. And the, the, the biggest things in Portland. Coffee.
1: Not bad. It's a great I, thing.
2: I don't care for coffee. I'll drink an energy I drink coffee. Drink coffee. Ooh, I, whatever. Uh, I would
0: die without coffee. So I, don't, I don't even so want no, to. I mean, love like, like like
2: caffeine. I just don't care about fancy coffee. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Chase beer. you like the
1: black coffee guy. Oh, I most, drink black coffee all day. Yeah.
2: Most breweries <laughs> per capita anywhere in the country. beer. Mm. uh right most strip clubs guy. per capita i don't care about strip clubs i don't go to strip never been clubs. to one not against Same. it i'm a, you know all for it do your thing i just don't like it and then the outdoors kill me absolutely <laughs> not like hiking no thank you uh uh-uh. so it's the like outdoors
1: is great i feel like we could get you into the outdoors like hiking there, there's so many good things about being in the outdoors evan it's so good
2: i, I like love- being
4: outdoors it's just it just depends on the time like mm. it, there's this entire thing on like twitter now where it's like ranking the best seasons but mm. winter winter is the worst season it's don't, not don't tell me to go outside during winter dude That's no one's
0: crazy. expecting you to go outside during it's,
4: winter the winter is the worst it's it's not i will look
2: i've tweeted this i think, before. I'm, agree. I, think I agree i think i agree now
0: i'm taking 12 degrees over 92 degrees 10 times out of 10 is, oh by
2: the way is i am i'm in la right now <laughs> i am you know two and a half miles inland from santa monica it was, it's been 80 degrees all week. It's been glorious. It was 90, it, glorious. To say you would rather have it be that temperature is an insane <laughs> thought. That I, is... I was in the pool. Uh, it was beautiful. I've been out uh, on decks of restaurants, drinkin', drinking, drinking, uh, you know, seltzers. It's been great. Like cold weather is terrible. And listen, I know you like your trench coats but it's just not it's not enough it's not a good enough reason to be cold
1: but that is a good like winter clothing is so much better than summer clothing. so much better so, just, so, so you have much to put on a bunch of layers and then you sweat like no, come on. i don't really sweat no this is not a Bro, I a, sweat in summer yeah no listen one listen
2: no 100 percent layers like i like the outfit i like dressing up it's all yeah. you know but like for what? For you go do something? that You go inside. The worst thing in the world is when You're i went going to meet the love my of my p- life
0: in a Target, Evan Swords.
2: Well, I mean that's going to see me like,
0: wearing a flannel underneath the sweater that I got with these nice jeans and my Chelsea boots. Do you know like, what? Man, that guy's put together.
2: That yeah. Well, yeah, but then maybe if you if you do your thing right, she'll wings. be like, get all the clothes off, and then and I'm going to say, like an it? angel
0: to her, and it's all going <laughs> to come into fruition. There's a plan. You're yeah. going
2: go to gonna go to this
4: Target dressed like a Spider-Man Noir. That.
2: A big ass in the fedora. Hey, honey, I had a fedora <laughs> hanging
0: right over here.
2: I got a date tonight with you, me, and the wind.
0: I got hold on. I've got so I've got like a curved fedora. I've got like a gray, like just flat. You know, bowler—not a bowler's hat. It's bigger than a bowler's hat. And then I got. Come on, honey. Let's skedaddle. Skedaddle.
4: <laughs> that's a <laughs> like, real like disgruntled 1920s detective fedora. Right. right I there. know. It's like
2: you're smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's like three in the morning, like three o'clock. I have a pack of
0: cigarettes sitting right there too. Uh, I'm <laughs> not even lying.
2: <laughs> I the one. My Jared last is thing really just a 1920s detective.
0: <laughs> I'm just right. pissed off all the time, smoking, wearing fedoras, trying to figure out who killed this poor stripper.
2: Uh, it was nah. any one of Back those guys hunch. from Hender. From Hen- <laughs> yeah, it was any one of the guys from Hender, the, the suspect. Um, going to a bar and you have to wear a giant jacket in the winter and then having it's to take a the jacket move. off it's and great. carry it's a the picoat. jacket. Just
1: take the peacoat off and you put it yeah, right in you your well, head. You it's great. You got to
2: carry the jacket all through the bar and stuff.
3: If you uh, put it down, Chase, that's, Chase that's you and I, I lead different sober.
2: lives. Your first <laughs> thought is, oh, put the jacket down and I'll just sit. No. Put the jacket down. And that's getting stolen. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna just, I'll just get okay, a, take a, a seat between, right over here, and I'll get all settled in." There's a in. difference
0: between going to a bar and going to a club. Like if you're going to a club, one, <laughs> there, there's no, there's no pea coat involved. I'm you're, not going to a club. You, hey, there's a, there's an old saying: hoes don't get cold. So you, you gotta walk. Can I not say that on here, Chase Thomas? I'm sorry. I mean. Yeah.
2: Well, you've I, already I, said it like yeah. every every time i've ever seen or ever heard someone say hoes don't get cold it came from a woman so i feel like that's All their right. you know what okay. i mean like that's their I'm a, that's this is their an empowering
0: setting. this is an empowering show we empower um but i also think this. it's like
2: a men, men can men are primarily hoes though like yeah, men men, men are true. hoeing most of the time uh you know i had a perfect
0: plan b tweet earlier today too and nobody gave a shit i was pissed
2: well by the way, by the way, Jared, you literally have uh, long dangly earrings and you wear pea coats. You are probably a giant hoe. I think it's a, I think it's it, I think it's I think it's very safe to say that give you like a couple apple teenies and a little leg room and Jared's going to Jared's going to make some bad decisions. No comment. That might be the funniest thing that has ever been said on this podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna set up a, a GoFundMe to send Jarrett to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, so he could just go be around all those bachelorette parties. And you know what's the funniest? <laughs> if he makes part about it out alive, that?
0: you know what the funniest part about that is? Evan Swords? and I, I kid you not, I'll swear to whatever god you want me to swear to. I got cast and I'm appearing on a dating show. Which is is that not just the most?
1: Wait, Wait what? Show? what?
0: what show? I can't. I can't say which. Apparently, okay. I signed a release saying I can't. But okay. I can't. They didn't say I couldn't say I'm on a dating show.
2: When is this going to happen?
0: I film in August.
4: Oh, I'm oh so happy. right during
2: football season. Hold on, it, did you just bury the lead? What?
1: What is happening? How are we 15 minutes into this podcast and Jared's just casually like, anyway, I'm going to be on a dating show. Yeah.
0: What? Yeah, I can't say which one, or else I think that, that I'll right, Is this? Trouble, can you at but... least
1: say it's on TV? Yeah.
2: You, it's a J what do you think it's a dating podcast based? No, I'm
1: what just saying I like this think? is
2: like a full on like
1: Don't worry I mean I'll
0: send you guys all the details once once it's done.
1: Can you
2: tell I'll, us I'll where be, you're I'll going? I'll be tuning in no matter what.
4: That's
0: where fine. are you going? It's just in Pittsburgh.
2: Oh. It's in Pittsburgh. There's a dating show in Pittsburgh?
0: I I'll, I'll tell you all the details after the fact.
2: <laughs> it calls <costs> Sex <laughs> in the Steel City. <laughs> 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 That's actually a great name for <laughs> reality in the Steel City, oh, That's fantastic,
1: fantastic, great job, wow.
2: Okay, what Football, a show! Huh? Tr- what a
1: show intro and here. The way, how about Football, huh? Let me do this
2: real quick. How
0: about a shout out to these two glorious helmets uh-huh. coming back this season? Seattle teasing it today. The Bucks. It's a great time to be alive. Did I didn't
2: realize see... the
1: Seahawks were teasing it today. They are. They changed their uh their profile picture on their socials. Ooh, I like
2: those. Though. Good. Do you think they'll go back to the jerseys full-time and just accept that their jerseys are terrible? I don't think any
4: of these teams no, are allowed to, right? I think they have to wait a cert, until a certain year for them to do a yeah. jersey redesign. Like, I think the Jaguars is coming up in the next couple of years. The and Seahawks haven't done
0: the, one in, uh, a, in a while, though, so they might be able to. I think it's like every you have to wait at least three years.
1: But I thought yeah. you weren't allowed to go back to exactly what those classic ones were. I think that because there the are Bucs some did. teams around the league that well, would. Well, the are
4: doing like a like a, well, the Bucks did go back.
1: I well, no, what I'm saying is it. like full time. I don't think you can bring creamsicles for 17 games. No, no, I don't. The Bucks
0: like brought back like they brought the back
1: the, from Peter, like, though. the yeah. Oh, was the pewter? Oh, they brought okay. that back from oh two because they did
4: have those uh those nasty three tone ones.
1: Oh, but
3: that's I right.
4: I got to say the creamsicles being back and Baker Mayfield being the first quarterback to wear them <laughs> it's since Josh just, Freeman it's just is the most dark. swaggerless thing I've ever seen. Did you see the photo of him and Kyle Trask in the creamsicles? No, it is be. the most swaggerless photo I've ever seen in my life. Go
2: get a real quarterback, man. It's really dark. Mm-hmm. They, they think that, uh, that was a good move.
1: Um, Also, Josh Freeman was one of those quarterbacks I was very wrong about. Like, I remember having arguments with friends about like Josh Freeman. Like, really
0: solid year, and uh, yeah,
1: it was like I thought he was gonna be great. It was he had a. I
0: think it was like 2009. Yeah, he had a good
2: rookie year, and then it just all fell apart.
1: Yeah, are you about to say Evan?
2: I just feel like that has happened to you a lot of times with a lot of different players.
1: Me? Yeah. What do you mean?
2: I mean, you know. I just feel I like think he's calling
0: the, you wrong a lot, Jace. A lot, oh, yeah.
2: It's part 100%. of the game. Desmond no Ritter. A, no, no I, one, I feel like it's going to be. Yeah. Des, you know what? You know Whoa. What? Desmond Ritter is the next Josh Freeman. No. That's
1: no. a comp. Oh, wow. no. That's a comp. Wow. No. Let's, no.
2: Let's take bias out of the side. JP, is that a comp? I feel like no. that's
1: a comp.
0: No.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's a comp.
0: I feel like it's I don't th- I I'm I'm on Chase Thomas's team here. I feel like they're two very different builds, two different players. He's co- th- he's closer
1: to Dak than he is Josh Freeman.
4: Oh, let's not do this. Okay, let's, let's not. Yeah. Let's let's, let's go ahead like let's let's go ahead and get this started. We, <laughs> we, we kind of
1: hijacked this for 20 minutes.
0: I feel bad every time I <laughs> do this no, show. be honest
2: with you. No, this, this is, is the best thing that ever happened to Chase. We're very entertaining people and and Yeah, this, no, this, this is fun. listeners love it. Um uh, did you guys see the uh jersey ranking that was going around today? No, I didn't. They had the Chargers number one, the can, the powder blue. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And the Falcons were dead last.
1: That's that's fair. not correct. Which I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna Falcons share my screen. They dropped but, the gradient.
0: That they're still bad, man. I don't like think the random white. The white ones are clean. On. The white hold ones, hold ones, on. are Here, clean.
1: The ones are very clean. I'm sharing my
2: screen. Can you guys see these? Here's our list. We got the chargers number one. Niners. Number two. Uh-huh. I think That's good. Steelers. I don't, here's my thing. How do you have the Steelers number three, but the Packers nine and like the Patriots 23, the Vikings? They like, they're like all very of, similar. There's
0: a lot of like classic looks like the Steelers. There's the Raiders, the Colts, the Chiefs, but, like teams who have had the same uniform forever are going to be like somewhat highly. I
2: just feel like the Vikings, Lions and Patriots are like have the same exact jerseys.
0: If the Vikings are very low. They should be much higher.
2: I feel like this is kind of a hot take, but uh, the Packers
4: should not be as high as they are. I think Ooh, that is, that's is a very that's nostalgia spicy. Trend. I'm like, gonna get rid
2: of The Rams that, are okay. way
1: too high. The JP, Rams at fifteen is way too high. I don't think that's very nice. nice.
2: I'm an Oregon Duck yeah. fan saying the Packers have terrible colors. Like the green Ooh, and disagree.
1: yellow. No, can't do it. Green it's and I don't yellow the Packers' uniforms at all.
4: Green it's and not- yellow. It's, just, it's not bad. It's just, I don't
2: think it's, it's top too 10. too much too two in
1: your face. Wait, where were the Raiders? Because I feel like the Raiders were always they were like over the top three somewhere. Yeah, okay. The
2: Raiders were number five. Okay, that, that's very respectful. I don't that's understand it. how you have the Bengals that high at four. Is it the helmets? Oh, I love the, the helmets are
1: great. I, I think mean, a lot I like goes the to helmets. helmets.
2: I don't the dislike them. And the white jerseys are incredible. White yeah. on white. They, I
1: like the Bills red that you've got behind you, Jared. I like that helmet the most. I wish they would yeah, wear that again. I like yeah, the red they, helmet, the Bills helmet. This is helmet. a goodie.
0: Well, they're, they're teasing bringing back these this season, actually. So I, I'm here we'll, for that. We'll I like those some. the
1: most. Yeah. And then that Denver blue, that's the GOAT one. I mean, the Denver Broncos oh, back then. The, yeah. the John Elway blue. Absolutely. The, yeah. well, all yeah, this means is just Much simply better. that
2: like, teams shouldn't change stuff. No. We've gone they don't work. Far like, JP. The... I
4: got
0: I got something for you too,
4: JP. That's right. I got
0: the. Oh, uh, we don't have to go oh, back to that no No, no. no. the worst helmet Ooh. in the history of humanity. Ooh.
4: The mustard no. color
2: gradient, mm, the, yeah. the, the mustard gold, gradient. to black
4: color gradient was just disgusting. It was a disgusting era. The UPS that uniforms. They, that was when Honestly, they had uh, mustard jerseys for Color Rush. Just, and then
1: they had that weird patch
4: that just said like very, Jags on it. That's a very sick time. It's a very sick time. I think that a lot of teams have gone for modernization when it comes to uniforms, and you don't really have to do that. They tried to no. simplify it to make it look sleek and mm. like like modern and like you don't really have to. Like sometimes the big goofy uh logos or big goofy uh name name plates look cool. Like yeah. Pat the Patriot looks kind of goofy. It also rocks on a helmet yeah. or on a jersey. Like we've gone too far.
0: I think I, that's my next purchase for these helmets is Pat the Patriot. There
4: like, you go. The Oilers, if the Texans brought back the Oilers, just like for one game, it'd be the coolest
0: thing ever. They should also, just rebrand and like rename themselves the Houston Oilers.
1: I just I don't even think you have to do that. I would just take the Oilers' color scheme. Someone did that with the or Oilers uh, with the Texans' colors or with the texan logo. I would do that. Just do that. That look out good. NFL
4: fashion advice on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, I think I think everybody does like the dark navy blue. Like
1: somebody's got to go the other way.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, maybe this is my uniform hot take. There's no good looking navy blue uniform anywhere.
1: Are you talking about across all sports? across football. Oh no, Notre Dame and Navy have good-looking navy blue uniforms. They're clean.
4: I feel like Notre, Notre Dame is, is fine. Notre Dame is fine. I think I like navies more. Hmm. Than Notre Dame's Notre Dame
2: is just, okay, it's but, very tradition.
0: You can there's no combination of navy blue and red that look good anywhere. Ooh.
2: I agree. The Patriots jerseys.
0: Patriots are horrible. The Patriots and Texans uniforms are the exact same, and they're yeah.
2: horrible. They're both terrible
0: not good
2: okay i i think i think think we have run our course on the remix yeah chase what did you want to talk about why don't you get back on (laughs) let's get back on track we started talking about navy jerseys i knew it was time to wrap (laughs) wrap it up and get back to 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 the to the the not so beaten path it's the off season
1: guys we're gonna have uh, this fall, all kinds of uh football talk. This is fun. I look, it's a very low key vibe here until the regular season JP, you're get...
0: just Going to be diving into DVOA and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's going to be great times. Yeah, we'll get
1: there. Um, but I do have a question, and this actually goes to JP because you were tweeting about this today. And we were joking, but like, I I wonder what's going to happen here because it doesn't affect Evan's team. It doesn't affect my team. Doesn't affect Jarrett's team right now. It doesn't affect your team, but. There are a lot of notable running backs out there. The Saquon Barkley stuff is not getting taken care of. Josh Jacobs prepared to hold out. Zeke Elliott still not signed. There seems to be like we're hitting a crossroads where guys like I think Miles Sanders, like it's a terrible time to be a running back. Um, and then there's a point that you've brought up, which is um, I think you quote to somebody who made this point of like, it's not really that. I think friend of the pod Tej uh, tweeted this out uh, summer sports where he put out like they're valuable running backs are valuable but like it's a salary cap issue it's not really that teams are devaluing it's just the nature of what teams are the the situation that teams are handed is that all it is or like and if it is then how do you fix this is there a tipping point what can running backs really do is this just like are we reaching a boiling point when it comes to running backs in the nfl
4: so i feel like this is kind of the cop-out answer but i feel like it is the answer and like it's capitalism that's how that's how everything works in the world I feel like that's where we're at when it comes to running backs somebody is going to get a lesser part of the pie when everybody else everybody else's cost is getting higher while somebody somebody's got to go lower and it unfortunately is running backs I think mm. I think the value of running backs has gone crazy low but I feel like, we're going to get to a point I don't think it's going to be soon, but it'll be further down the line where I think running backs will eventually start to be more valuable later later down the line. I think this year we're going to see a whole lot more of the run game being more influential because teams are going to get lighter defensively teams are going to play lighter boxes. Teams has been playing lighter boxes since 2020 and the new well, not new, but the offensive thing now when teams go lighter, just run the ball. If you want to be more efficient on every down, just run the ball. If they're going to say, hey, we're going to let you have those five, six-yard carries, sure. It's like – that was a Brandon Staley quote where he was like, I'd rather give up uh, five, six-yard plays on the ground than a 40-yard explosive. The Chargers had the worst run defense in the NFL and almost gave up six yards a carry. Like something's got to – you have to take away one thing. And I feel like Mm. now because teams are taking away explosive passes – the run game is going to be seen as a lot more valuable. However, I don't know if it's going to lead to running backs being more valuable right now. I think teams are opting more for running back by committee. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting because we just saw two running backs go in the first round of the NFL draft. I feel like if you're going to say, don't pay vet running backs, but also don't draft running backs early, something has to give. Because the hit rate on running backs on day three is also really low. Like when you really hmm. look at it, the hit rate on day three running backs is very low. So who's the biggest either,
1: hit recently.
4: I mean, Austin Eckler was undrafted. Yeah. But that's, wow. I didn't Isaiah realize Pacheco, he was undrafted.
0: Isaiah yeah. Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, Pacheco was a
4: seventh round pick, but yeah. even Isaiah Pacheco has Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Yeah. Like Eli, in,
2: Eli, Eli, Elijah Mitchell is probably hmm. another one. Six rounder. The running back situation is crazy, though. Like, there's no wrong argument. I don't know if that makes sense.
4: It makes sense. It makes sense. It feels like everybody's everybody's argument makes a whole lot of sense. And I feel like at the end of the day, that's just kind of where we're at. We're like, it's capitalism. Like, I think at the end of the day, in a salary cap, league with private owners and private businesses looking to maximize every dollar that they spend and always cutting costs somebody's got to cut costs somewhere and unfortunately always ends up
2: being running backs so okay so here i I have a lot of thoughts about this i've been thinking about it a lot today on one end the running back position is proven to be a position that has a, a very high diminishing return after a certain amount of years. Um, You can't like in a perfect world, you can renegotiate the approach to the running back position for contracts, right? Make it so like they own their rookie contracts are only two years old or, you know, something that would give them the ability to renegotiate their prime years. Cause that's the issue. A rookie contracts four years long, sometimes five, if they have the, the first year, you know, first round, uh, decision and so that sometimes and actually you know statistically that is 99 of the time the entire you know career of a running back so they need to do something with that but the negotiation for that is not going to be renewed to until and 2030 even,
4: and even when you try and renegotiate it you're not just renegotiating that shortened contract for running backs that's gonna, right that's probably got to be a whole league-wide thing and you're not going to tell another position that's probably viewed as a lot more valuable like you're not going to be able to tell quarterbacks like hey we're only going to start signing guys to two year guaranteed contracts
2: because it's just not going to benefit everybody and I, go ahead but the only thing that like not only is i understand the dynamics of the contract situation and you know all of that the one thing that i i really get bothered by though in this conversation is people refuse to admit that there are Teams that get a really good running back and it changes the dynamic so great. I mean, obviously, you know, Christian McCaffrey is the best example. People want to talk about how good the roster of the 49ers has been for the last two and a half, three years, whatever. When they got Christian McCaffrey already having a good starting running back. It changed the dynamic of the offense so much that Jimmy Garoppolo and literally Mr. Irrelevant looked like the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And that was with a team that already had Debo Samuel, that already had Elijah Mitchell, that already had one of the best offensive mind players. And like That is what a really good elite running back can do for a team. The problem that I've seen, especially recently, is you have teams like the Browns, or the Giants, you know, or the Jags, no offense. And they draft these running backs when they don't have a roster worthy of the pick. And you you just have this Bell Cow running back trying to drag a you know 32-man team, whatever it is, you know, they're trying to drag a team and they can't because it's 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 you know, it's a it's a team sport. So you have these really bad teams. With really bad GMs that are going well, we don't have an offensive line, so we should draft a running back. And it's not their fault. Like it's not Saquon Barkley's fault that his contract ran out before their team ever got good or competitive. And so now he's like, "Well, I want money. I'm not going to stay." And they're like, "Well, you know, you're you're getting old, dude." It's it's an insane like there's a, it's a no win scenario. But running backs should have value in that they can make a really good team elite they can make or break they can win games for you uh they can dominate an entire game and it's just the problem of bad teams keep drafting the good ones think of the most elite running backs in the last 10 years w- name one that's gotten drafted to a really good team it's like m- new orleans
0: even then camaro, even was, the camaro was a fourth
2: round pick. pick right Derek Henry
4: was a second-round pick, and he didn't play. He didn't play very much until like his third year in the offense.
1: No. Uh, Saquon, went healthy, has been like dynamic. Like yeah, the best man, version yeah. of Saquon is but, still in a really, really good player and, and extremely that's important. Great and
0: everything, but like yeah. like Sword said, like a, a really good running back isn't going to take a bad team and turn them into a contender. It's not like a quarterback yeah. position where you've got you know Houston went. They were really bad. They got Deshaun Watson. They were in the playoffs. Indianapolis when they drafted Andrew Luck they go from being the worst team in the lead to 11 and five like uh, I think Swords said it really well if you have a really good team that's already really well well built and you throw a Christian McCaffrey into it then that takes them from okay they can you know win a playoff game to oh this is a team that can win the Super Bowl I right. think that running backs more complementary pieces and like he said like Saquon Barkley, all right, where's that gotten the Giants? They have one playoff win. Nick Chubb, they have one playoff win since they drafted him. Austin Eckler, they don't have any playoff. Like, it's not that they aren't good. It's that they're going to situations and teams that are poorly coached or in bad positions, and a really good running back isn't going to take you over the hump if you're a poorly built team. If you're a good, well-built team, and you add a really good running back, then that's a different story.
1: I don't know. I feel like the eighth running back that Pete Carroll takes in the first round might be the one that works out for him.
4: So here's, here's my thing. Perfect example. (laughs) Here's my thing. Um, You cannot replace what a top tier running back can do in an offense, especially if you're the giants or the Raiders, you're not going to Mm. find a running back that can do the same thing that Saquon Barkley does. But my
0: point JP is like, what has that gotten them?
4: And I under I understand that point, but I would say that's more on the guy they just pay forty million dollars a year. Absolutely.
2: Like that's right. That's, and that that's my point though. It's these terrible teams and these terrible GMs who make have horrible done as financial much decisions. they've done just as much damage to the running back position as the injuries that running backs have had, or like the fact that they, you know, like uh, like, imagine Saquon Barkley on a team that had weapons and didn't need him to do everything. Do you think maybe they could have used him more sparingly had they had a supplement at running back or not Daniel Jones throwing the ball? Like, I. it's just... Kyle Shanahan did it the right way. Obviously, that opportunity's not there, but you build your team first, and then you bring in... The things that are going to be the home run, right? The you, the closer. I, I think it's like, too. Like, I
1: I was thinking about this, and I don't know if y'all agree with this, but this is something that I've noticed. Like, um I guess JP and I are more of college guys too. But like, Tennessee has this true freshman Cam Seldon coming in, four star from Virginia, six two two thirty. He's gonna be why he's gonna be a Cordero Patterson type. And as someone who watches a lot of Cordero Patterson uh, on Sundays and watched him on Saturdays, it's a delight, but. Bijan immediately is like he they're refusing to call him like a running back like if you read the it's quotes so out it's of so funny but I'm it's wondering like
0: in, a, in WWE when they refuse to call professional wrestling professional
1: wrestling it's only sports entertainment that's kind of what and that's a good analogy because I think that's kind of what's happening to running backs getting drafted now the new age running backs where they get to the league like Javier Gibbs and, and and uh Bijan well, Robinson NXT are immediately like JP. don't we like- are we are offensive playmakers don't call we,
4: them running backs call them offensive weapons then that's really on.
1: what they're trying to do and i wonder if that's how they flip the narrative and like getting paid more and it's like you can't pay me like a running back because i'm not a running back like you can't pay somebody that we're not like i don't i'm not gonna be a running back i'm not know, like stewart
0: is like punching air right now that he didn't think of think of this i mean i guess he had the weapon. slash nickname but like but that's but what I'm thinking know. about, Laura.
1: I think that's going to be a trend is like guys are coming in the league. And if you look at the best running backs in college this year and guys who are going to get a lot of opportunities, like I just think the value if you're going to go into college as a running back and you're a four or five star player, you immediately need to be like, hey, I need you to put me in the slot because I need to get oh, the reps here. That I,
4: ability that you can do
1: it. Yeah. But that's the way out, right? Like, do you think those are the guys who might get paid? Those are the guys who are, it's like, can we line you up in the slot? Can we line you up in the backfield? Like the Debo types, like, what is Debo? Yeah, I was just Debo to got say paid. That. I think. What is Debo, Debo got
4: paid like a receiver.
1: Yeah, But that's what I'm saying. Bijan might get paid like a receiver. Jameer Gibbs, if he's out in the slot for Detroit more than anywhere else, is he going to get paid like a receiver? Or is There's he going no, to get treated as a running All, all the
2: is
0: like, Rivian Bell also was a very good receiver who yeah. they lined up in a different... Like I think he had like seventy-seven catches the year before he held out. Like, mm. and it didn't. Like, he should have taken the money. I would argue now. And didn't he, he just
1: apologize he, he for just like leaving the Steelers? Like, every yeah. steal, he
0: went on Snapchat. and He's like, I'm sorry. I should have taken. And look, he lost that battle. The Steelers offered him 14 million a year. He took a deal from the Jets that paid him just over 13 a year. So like, I
2: love. By the way, I loved his tweet today where he's like, "Wait, why am I trending?" <laughs> it's like you but, know why, dog? You know why.
4: And even then, like, it kind of reminds me of when Jimmy Graham was holding out. He wanted to be called a wide receiver, but yeah. He, because most of his snaps were in the slot or out wide. But he was—he's like 6'6", 260. six, two sixty. You're gonna get called a tight end, and he got yeah. paid
2: tight end money. And and listen, like to your point, Chase. No, absolutely not. Running backs will never get paid wide, as as wide receivers. It's not gonna happen. And even if they were, that's not also going. That's not a solution because sure they get paid, but the contracts are still the same. There has to be a clause running backs like and i'm an idiot so don't don't come to me for the solution but i wish there was a world where if in your rookie year you have a certain amount of production or if you do some kind of xxx you get the opportunity to say i'm either a free agent after the end of the year or you have to sign me to a an extension like a much smarter person than me can get that to a reasonable I idea, we're gonna, but that's
0: we're, we're going to start seeing more of these Joe Mixon type things where he's like, okay, you know, I'll take the $10 million base and then it's going to be incentive laced. Where if you get X amount of touches, you'll get, you know, a certain amount of money, X amount of touches again, more money. It's, I think, for vet backs, that's the unfortunate. I, I, reality. I, would,
2: I would just say this this is my, this is the one thing I do think. There should be an option that running backs should be able to renegotiate their contract really quickly after their rookie year or as soon as possible, and they should have the option as running backs to say, either you renegotiate my contract early, or if you don't, I won't be re-signing for, for, with this team regardless. You're not going to get the best production of my NFL career and not pay me for it. If that's the choice that you want to make, I will leave.
0: What did you want you to say, J.P.? Let's,
2: let's light this candle. Just don't have right. a draft. That's really... Option-
0: Eric not, was talking about like not, like an auction type situation. Not
4: auction, because auction sounds very weird. What, and yeah, I, we're that's, not, that's not, we're this, not, I'm not I'm buying. We're not getting into that. That is not what I would call it. I would call it free agency. You just have players enter free agency as soon as they uh finish up uh, at their university, because the first thing that does is that get gets rid of the rookie contract. Here's that gets rid though, of the, the NFL
0: is uh, never going to green light that because of how much TV time the draft gets, how much attention oh yeah, the it takes on the league. The and everything. It's not going is, anywhere,
4: it's a monstrosity. But I think all the solutions that we're going to have aren't going to be long term because we're going to keep putting band aids over the bullet wound that is the system that actually is running like the NFL. And uh, how, again, about we, how
0: about we run with that idea though, JP? And you know. Have it like an NFL signing day, like high schoolers do to go to college. You get to hmm. you get guys with, you know, three different team hats deciding where they're gonna go. You can still have the build up to it. You can still have all the coverage that you have. And you just, you know, projecting where guys are gonna pick to play. You could still have the same draft coverage, quote unquote, but NFL signing day. You would that lose means, so many down fans down. though. That's, that's the thing too. Cause like so
1: it. many teams would just mail it in. Like so many teams would just not try. They would do just enough. Like I It would go kind of like the worst version of the Premier League, where you would have just a cup. Like, I don't even know who the teams would be. I mean, Dallas, obviously. That's like the best case scenario for Dallas. Dallas would actually start winning Super Bowls again if you went down this road. The thing about that with the Premier League. Yeah, I don't like it.
4: (laughs) Evans out. The thing about with like free agency or signing day and comparing it to the Premier League is there is no salary cap in the Premier League. You can pay like, you can pay anybody like $800 million. And they'll say, "Yeah, we can come. We'll come play for you." But in a salary cap league, you're going to continue to have contracts set. Give, won't give get teams insane. like a
0: certain amount of money they can use on these rookies and free agency, like the rookie signing day. Give them all of them are set at. You know, each team gets the same amount of money that they can spend on on rookies, and just have it as a NFL signing day.
2: I mean, I like the idea, but like the 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 problem again is seven more years until this even gets addressed.
4: Oh
0: hey, yeah, JP wanted to light the candle, and I'm just burning with yeah, the
4: flame. Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna get any anytime pocus. soon. But I mean, the two, the two solutions here are: you either don't have a draft, so you get rid of the uh, rookie deal contracts, or just don't have a salary cap. Like that's if you get rid of the salary cap. I think cap, baseball
0: has shown that that's a horrible idea.
4: I mean that that's the big thing because baseball. If you have a cap, you
0: absolutely have to have a floor.
4: Well, the thing with baseball contracts as well is they control like the rookie contract. You're under control of that franchise for like six years. So I don't think that would help a running back because you don't get any movement for six years instead of five. So, again, we're going to keep coming up with these solutions. But in the end, like we're still circling around the same problem, which is capitalism.
1: Which naturally leads us to the (laughs) NFL Hall of Fame. And I have a question because I'm seeing a lot of Zach Thomas this week thing about Hall of Famers. We talked about Fred Taylor on the program a couple weeks ago. I'm curious around around Robin here who and we'll start with you, Jarrett. who is the non Hall of Famer? It's not going in this year that you still just really want to see get in that you have like an ardent fever Ooh. to get this player in the Hall of Fame.
0: You know, I have a bias towards this person because he's a friend and uh, I appreciate him very much. Ken Anderson. ooh, former MVP was the only lifeline for a Bengals team that was really bad for a time. Led the NFL in passing yards multiple times, I believe. Won an MVP. took him to a Super Bowl. He's really good. One of the best quarterbacks of his day. I think Ken Anderson should be in the Hall of Fame. That's my vote.
1: What are those odds? Probably not. Probably Probably Probably
0: not now
1: interesting can i feel like that, I feel I, like I,
0: that I, ship has sailed here I'll, I'll pull up his uh stats if you want to go to one of the other two
1: you know it's sad too two more bingles will get into the hall of fame before uh bingles quarterbacks rather than i think carson palmer is a hall of famer
2: no that's a, no. that's immediately hall very good carson palmer is not is he let are me, we uh, sure he doesn't uh, sneak in Yes let me just give you yes, a good example I'm pretty Let certain. me give you my okay. answer and explain to you why yours is so terribly wrong um, <laughs> my uh, my answer is not uh, one Frank Still Gore does, uh, wins again Frank Gore deserves to be in the Hall of Fame but he is not my answer here My answer is Patrick Willis Patrick Ooh, Willis that's absolutely, a good choice. absolutely deserves to be in the hall of fame it is insane. I mean, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, five all pros, a second team all pro, seven time Pro Bowls, led the NFL in tackles two times. Is just arguably
4: like the second best or
2: even best linebacker of the 2010s. If he, I mean, he had a toe injury that ended his career, a toe injury. He was a toe away from absolutely gunning for the best linebacker of all time can you imagine had he been able to continue to play with bowman who also got injured patrick willis has done everything right and every year that he played i i think he was the best linebacker in the nfl just
0: Mm. to follow up on ken anderson real quick led the nfl in passing yards twice led the nfl in passer rating four times won an mvp four-time pro bowler one-time all pro i think he should get in um, Frank Gore not a Hall of Famer, but that's beside
4: the point. He's absolutely a Hall
2: of Famer. But um, Frank Gore is absolutely around. a Hall of Famer. My playing, pick... for,
0: playing for ninety years and racking up stats doesn't mean anything to me. Keep going. Well, let me go put a hold on.
4: First off, you okay, was... hold, on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Wait wait, <laughs> wait, 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 Let's let's address wait. this real quick. First of all, as a running back to play as long as he did, come on. We just after I mean, the we, conversation, just, conversation, we, we a, just he had. he deserves
0: a round of applause for it? I that is a List, Hall of Fame. I could off, just I be, have a rule
1: that if you were never the
2: top five. I don't five even know who in your, Ken Anderson your, is. I don't want to hear ever. about how you Frank can't be Gore. In.
1: He
4: also, Frank Gore like tore his ACL like before twice. entering the draft. He tore it twice. twice and still had a 17, 16 year career as a running back. It's a great story, man.
0: I, That's rare. 20, Long- 20, 25 running backs I would comfortably take before him.
2: If Frank Gore in his prime played for Kyle Shanahan, he would have broken okay, we every put, single we running back record in,
0: on ifs and what's ifs and what's sure butts, buddy. Uh,
2: well, we're not, we're doing it on the career. First off, Jamie Lee Curtis uh got an Oscar <laughs> for everything everywhere all at once. And it was no it was understood that it was a life, you know, it was essentially a nod for a lifetime achievement. You know, right? I, I see where you're going with this, and that's see. what Frank get, deserves. I he should be in the going. Hall of Fame.
0: Chase, when did we become the only two normal human beings
1: on this show? Well, I heard Jamie normal. Lee Curtis, and I was you like, I have normal. no idea what's happening here. I love Jamie Lee Kenny Curtis. Kenny Anderson,
2: and then said, "Well, he led the, the, the league in passing the twice." So Ken did.
1: Anderson had a season where he was the one of the best at his position. Frank Gore never had a season where he was one of the best running backs in Talk your shit Chase Thomas.
2: Frank Gore played in a in a league that had Adrian Peterson. I like, mean, that's fine. We're not saying he's not good. He yeah, was I solid, solid for a long good. time. Those he was guys, not... the the guys that played above him, will also be in the Hall of Fame. I just you we
0: have a lot more that, running
2: backs to get like to before Frank Gore uh, yeah, makes it. I, I like how
0: you put emphasis on he was playing against Adrian Peterson, yeah, no, 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 a I'm, Hall of Famer.
2: My but point is, is 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 My not. point is is that Adrian Peterson was top what? Three top two running backs. By the way, Ken of all time. Anderson
0: also completed seventy no. percent of his passes in nineteen eighty-two, which is like ninety percent of your passes today. That's an exaggeration, I know, but like wait, what was that?
4: What was that percentage again?
0: He completed 70 70.6 and what year 1982. was it? 1982.
4: They weren't throwing the ball more than 10 yards down the field. <laughs> and, and not this is not
2: the office, passing offense that we're yard? thinking of. Also, seven point
0: five yards per attempt. So,
2: so essentially, Ken Anderson was wait, it was Jimmy Garoppolo. Frank Gore yeah. had Frank
4: Gore had four straight seasons of over a thousand yards rushing, twice in his career, which spans again like seventeen yeah. years. Okay, let me not let me
2: make this
0: argument. If you want to make the Frank Gore argument, let me make the Sean Alexander argument then. I'll take three years of insanely great over. 15 years of being well okay
4: that leads me to my next to my guy who is uh my hall of famer luke keekly that is there we go that's my hall of
2: luke keekly and and patrick willis right next to each other. the reason
4: why is because luke keekly was the greatest linebacker of the 2010s it's not just like he was okay slow down okay i i hear what you're saying like let let me relax let me finish finish. (laughs) he was a first team all pro for three straight years and mm-hmm. that was his second, third, and fourth year of his career. He had, he led the NFL in tackles as a rookie. Twelve tackles for loss in 2018 as a middle linebacker. He had 20 tackles for loss, like as a middle linebacker. Like that's not real. You don't find middle it's, linebackers with 20 tackles for loss. And when you look at the impact that he had on the game as a linebacker who could cover with the best of them, he'd also play the run with the best of them. He was calling out plays. Before the the offense could even get through them, like that, he is he's what a modern NFL linebacker should be. Like when you're looking at when you're trying to build a modern NFL linebacker, you get Luke Kuechly, and I know he only played for what one, two, three, four, five, like nine years.
0: But Bro Davis played for less than he's in the hall.
4: But out of those nine years, he was an All Pro one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven times. I no, think Luke was insane. Like Luke keekley is, I would argue, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer, even though he didn't play more than ten years. Well, I mean, literally, retired. him and Patrick Willis are or... eligible.
2: No, I mean, no, I think he was. Yeah, no, who gets he's in he's...
1: first, Willis or keekley
2: I think I, I I mean this sincerely, and I'm obviously, if I was as if I was just being a Niners homer, I would just say. Willis, I literally think they have equal footing in the they argument. Are. I think they both like. I don't think it's one or a, above. I think they were both like almost identically just in insane talents at that position. And and it. it
0: uh oh, he got too impassioned. Oh, oh there, there he is. is. Yeah.
2: Oh, they little cut out. No, but like yeah. literally, I mean, like they they had such similar careers from like, a you know shortened perspective to what they did they ran the nfl at the position every year that they were like in the league together like they also changed the position a little bit like the linebacker position before that class of linebackers was a little more sturdy i think you know ray lewis was probably the the close you know the 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 the, the what you thought of I when mean, you thought of like a ray sl-
4: lewis was probably right. pushing like 260 265 right. big boy yeah like mm. Luke
1: Also, was Carson like Palmer. Let me just throw out. Say Chase
0: Thomas was to talk about Carson Palmer.
1: Fifteenth all-time in career passing yards. Okay. He finished at age thirty-six. The those last couple of Cardinals years, he was good. That, yeah, two, that was, when he was thirty-six, yeah. he went thirteen and three. Um, second in MVP voting that year. Um, yeah. He was. So, well, hold on. Do you know his all-time similarity score? His two closest comps all-time, as a really? quarterback. Oh no, Troy Aikman. Oh boy, oh he's better and, than Aikman. And oh, Matt better Ryan, than better than Aikman, he's better than Matt sure. Ryan. And Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer. Like there's no it's question, like, Matt Ryan's a, a Hall of Famer. I, I
0: love Troy Aikman as a broadcaster. Matt, Matt Ryan's making it in the into the overrated. Hall. I don't know Wait, what to tell down. you guys,
1: but Matt on. Ryan's making it into the Hall of Fame. Like he's, making, on. On. Making, it Fame. Like, he's yep. making it in. I don't know if Matt Ryan makes it. Matt Ryan's
4: absolutely getting in. He is absolutely a Falcons Ring of Honor guy. Absolutely, yes. know if Matt Ryan will make the Hall of Fame,
1: I don't think he will. Matt
2: Ryan to the Hall of Fame. Honestly, Chase, I don't know. I think you're a little close to the sun here. I think, (laughs) I think what you think of Matt Ryan is like I think he's he's Carson Palmer. They had really, you know, they They have really similar
1: numbers, but I think he had a better career. He got an MVP, went to Super Bowl. Doesn't matter what happened in the Super Bowl, but I do love that uh, he's it, like, it, it
2: kind of does. I, I think no, if he would have no. Right there, no. If, if he won the Super Bowl, I do think that I could have, I would have been be a okay. very strong case. Yeah. That...
4: The entire conversation surrounding so many players on that Falcons team and so many personnel and coaches on that Falcons team is completely different. Like, mm-hmm. if they win that Super Bowl, Julio probably has the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Yeah. With the catch like diving out on of bounds. Yeah. Line. We're also
1: talking about Julio as one of and the also, greatest
2: receivers ever.
1: I think we Do still guys... are. Julio's a first bout Hall of Famer, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I was waiting for us yeah. to get to that real quick. But um, is Matt Ryan's drop-off going to affect his Hall of Fame potential? No. Because guys fall my guy was yeah. ass. There's plenty the of guys who
1: are in the Hall of Fame who were ass their last couple of years.
2: Emmett Smith a in a Arizona goal. was no oh, picnic.
0: Was
4: awful. <laughs> Eric I mean, Peyton, Dickerson Peyton in Atlanta. Manning...
1: Peyton yeah, Peyton Manning, Manning was—he won a Super Bowl with a broken freaking neck.
4: The guy, um, <laughs> the guy, I also advocate for for the Hall of Fame. I'm being 100% a homer. Is Jimmy Smith from the Jets? Ooh,
1: he should, just want to get all the I Jags in from the '90s. He so should next week. He's going to get Hall of Fame. Put in Big well, John Henderson, you cowards.
4: Yes, yes. From 1996 to th- to 2002, he had over a thousand receiving yards every year. He led mm. the NFL in receiving in 1999. He was All Pro, Pro Bowler. He was the comeback player of the year at age 32 when he had 112 catches for 1,300 yards and eight touchdowns. I and again, think. he gave the Jaguars kind of like legitimacy. Like that was one nope. of the Jagu- That's one of the Jaguars' most legit players, like dudes that opposing teams feared
0: when if, they played them. If we're talking about receivers who should be in the Hall of Fame, I'll make the case for Torrey Holt then because he had the most receiving Ooh. yards of any receiver in the 2000s. That's more than Randy Moss. That's more I than
1: – I gonna feel old. His son is playing Harrison. for – Colorado now, is it? No, that's no, Jimmy Horn's son. Camer?
4: Where is uh, Where is Tori, Tori, Tori Holt's son? Not. No, it's Joe Horn's son, Jimmy. Yeah, jo- Joe Horn's
1: Jimmy. son, Jimmy Horn. Yes, who so trans- Jimmy son, USC. <laughs> Yes, is playing. For, he transferred from South Florida. Now I think he's at Colorado with Dion. And I thought then he
4: was at USC.
1: No, he's at Jimmy Horn Jr. I know is at Colorado. No, I think he was at USC. Jerry,
4: Jerry Rice's son played for Colorado. Now plays for USC. This that's is, so wild.
0: Is captivating. <laughs>
1: I mean, there are just a lot. I mean, yeah. Jerry, it's going to happen. There are so many horns. I mean, there are so many horns, but it's also just so many guys are having kids that are popping oh, no, up. I absolutely like, feel it.
4: Drake Kirkpatrick Jr. is That's a senior absurd. in high school. Uh, or junior or senior in high school. He must have wait, had them
0: very young then, like oh. 17, 18.
4: Yeah, Drake Kirkpatrick Jr. is, a, I think, a junior or senior high school. As in, in like, school.
0: Bengals 2011?
4: Draft yes, <laughs> like Bengals twenty eleven yeah. draft pick, Antonio Gates Jr. Is Dre still is... in the
0: league? No, no, he okay.
4: was for a good minute.
0: He was um, like ten minutes ago.
4: Antonio Gates Jr. is a receiver or tight end for uh, Michigan State right now. Uh, Matt Leinart's son just got an offer from USC. Yeah,
1: yeah, there are a lot of Morgan <laughs> mold.
0: Frank like Gore Jr., he'll be he'll be doing something. He soon. has
1: been at Southern Miss for thirty seven like years. years. Frank Gore Jr. has been at Southern Miss for the entirety of Frank Gore senior's NFL career. That man keeps popping up on the roster for Yeah. Like he just won't graduate. He's he refusing. He's Van Wildering in Hattiesburg.
4: He played quarterback for a minute. For Southern Miss, and it was hilarious because they just didn't have a quarterback at all. And so he was like, shout out yeah, to I'll my guy
1: really- Will Hall, head coach. He's a, he's a good dude. He's still out here rocking the uh, suit and tie on the sidelines. I have, I have a I question before we
2: get away no. with it, guy. Before we get away with it, Jonathan Stewart and Doug Martin, how no, do you no. view them? How far? You mean DeAndre Williams? No, no. Jonathan Stewart. He's el- they're, they're both eligible next
1: year. I thought you were doing the the tag team of DeAndre Williams, no, no, no. and Jonathan Stewart. No, no, no. no, no, no,
2: oh. no. Like, wh- how do you view them versus, like, say, Frank Gore? Well,
1: I Frank Gore definitely put definitely them
2: a lot better than them. Yeah. Like, Jonathan Stewart and Doug Martin were fine. But... Doug Martin had insane individual what games. What was his though. nickname? See he the hamster? Muscle hamster. Muscle, muscle, hamster. muscle <laughs>
1: hamster. And he hated
4: it. <laughs> I think it for, That's
1: a rough nickname. I don't like that but,
4: either. Uh, the 2024 class is uh, Julius Peppers, who's probably going to get oh, in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Antonio Gates is probably going to get in. 100%. Uh, Eric Berry probably won't.
0: No, not a first ballot.
4: Uh, Holodi Nada is one of my absolutely, no, absolutely,
0: he's, not, he's first not first ballot. Get in, he'll but I he'll love get it eventually. Maybe you don't,
2: he'll don't think he'll ballot. get in, not, not on first first with, ballot. with not on the first Super ballot. Bowl win,
4: not on first. That doesn't ballot. matter
1: for nose tackles. I think so. Man. It's a bad precedent. He can't get in first time, no, not, no, on, no, first ballot, no, not okay. on first ballot. But okay,
4: Jamal Charles 100%. He should 100%. Uh, Brandon Marshall. I don't think he gets his first ballot. He doesn't he feel either. like a Hall
1: of Famer. Um,
4: Josh Sitton. Really? Who? Josh uh, who? Josh Sitten. He was a guard.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't. know. Uh, Derrick Johnson.
4: Uh, Kyle Williams played for the Bills for Ooh. a long time. Nose tackle. What now about Kyle Max Williams Unger? In hall
0: of very good. Max
4: Unger with the Seahawks. That's I don't think. I don't think he gets in first ballot, but I do, I do think, think he does eventually. I think he does eventually because I think that 2013 Seahawks team gets a. Gets quite a
1: few guys. It's a few guys. And, um, who was that trade? Who did he get traded for in this, the Saints trade?
2: Oh, he, uh, wasn't it Jimmy Graham?
1: It was Jimmy it Graham. It was Jimmy Graham, that's right.
4: Um, Let's see. Who else is on here that probably the, should get the in? The list
2: gets dark after uh, that. <laughs> Sebastian Phil
4: Janikowski. Dawson. Sebastian Janikowski is going to get in. Sebastian. Yeah. I feel I, like uh, Phil
2: Dawson won't immediately, but I mean, Phil Dawson will eventually.
4: I think eventually Phil Dawson will, but Janikowski, I think he was. The, he's still the only kicker ever taken in the first round. Yeah, and he was
1: really good for a long he time. Had the, Bryant.
4: He had the longest field goal of all time before Justin Tucker showed up.
1: Yeah, Justin Tucker, man. He's two very different human beings,
4: Brown. by the way. Oh, yeah, two very <laughs> different human beings. Um, Andrew Luck is on the ballot, probably won't. I don't think Andrew Luck's going to make it in the Hall of Fame. I
1: don't I think, think he nothing. should ever get in. Absolutely. He just retired too soon. I think
4: he retired
2: I too soon, and he also had too many injuries. Like he just, yeah, I don't think
1: you I'll, put Andrew I'll Luck quote, in the I'll Hall quote,
0: of Fame. You know, I'll quote Cowherd here: If everybody can argue for like like the likes of Frank Gore for being just around for a long time, I think six years of pure greatness should be absolutely like Andrew Luck or Kurt Warner. I'm taking Andrew Luck ten out of ten times
2: over and Kurt Warner. Also, absolutely yes. not. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely no. not. As, in
4: terms of Hall of Fame candidacy or yes. as a player, as a player. Oh, oh yeah, we're all
1: taking yeah, Andrew Luck as a player, up, but, but it, Kurt Warner he even got to back to the Super Bowl with the Cardinals. Like that no, dude, no. No. He went
4: to two Super Bowls, one one. It was the one he won with was like one of the greatest offenses of that era. Mm-hmm. He he's absolutely like deserving of that Hall of Fame spot. Um, you, I don't think that?
0: Luck is deserving of a first ballot, but I think that he's. He's more than deserving of being eventually. Like Terrell Davis didn't have a long career and he got in purely because he was so great for a short spurt. I think that, that's a good I'll, point. I, I hadn't considered Andrew Terrell Locked Davis. Is, How yeah. long yeah. did he go for? Um, I think
1: like six years, six or seven? But he got a title. I think that mattered. He got 2000 yards. The
4: 2025 first ballot, guys, potentially is loaded. So that's Luke Keekly, uh, Marshall Yonda, Earl Thomas, Adam Vinatieri, Damn. Joe Staley. Marshawn Lynch, Eli Manning, Clay Matthews. Eli Manning is getting in first ballot. I will promise. Travis Frederick, Cameron Wakes, Terrell Suggs, Akeem Tlaib, Demarius Thomas, Kyle Long,
2: Vernon Davis. They're going to have enough people to get. Oh, by the way, Vernon Davis, yes or no? No. Uh, Hold on. Eventually, maybe. Hold on. Before you say that, Vernon Davis had one of the greatest tight end careers ever. Do people forget that? Like I know this only because he's a Frank of tight ends. No, 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 no. He no, just no, hung no, around no. forever? No, 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 no. Vernon Davis was was never like, the best man. tight
1: end in football, but he was good.
4: Oh, I think this guy this guy was on the twenty twenty two ballot, but didn't make it in the hall. I don't think. But um Cam Chancellor should be a Hall of Famer. Cam Chancellor should be. Like 100 percent He hmm. was a part of arguably the he was the most he was probably the most important piece of the Legion of Boom.
3: He yeah, drew
2: that. He made I, them. He gave them the. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's absolutely a Hall. Of I don't. Famer. I think he's I not a Hall. I think he's you a just guy said that Vernon
0: Davis is, but Cam Chancellor isn't.
2: The, the the well, first off, the safety position and the tight end <laughs> position are very different in the Hall of Fame. Very different. And if you look at Vernon Davis compared to other tight ends, it's very. Look I at need a stats. shirt
1: made of Evan saying first off because it always cracks me up. I always know Evan's about to say something when he goes, all right, first off, <laughs> like, whatever I, Evan says first off, just know no, something's Vance coming McDonald up in the Hall of
2: Fame don't don't Davis think... also didn't even have that long of a career. I mean, you count Washington or whatever, but no, but Cam Chancellor, to your point was a guy that played really good football, but the okay, roster around Wait, him, does every man. DB hold from on.
1: that era... Wait, does Cam, Earl, Cam, Sherman... Cam,
4: Earl, and Richard Sherman are all making the Hall of Fame. Mm. Bobby Wagner's going to make the Hall of Fame. Bobby Wagner but, for sure makes the Hall of Fame. But I would argue... Michael that, Bennett? He, no. Not first no. ballot. Okay. Maybe, I don't think yeah. he gets in
0: at all. I don't think he gets in at all.
4: But I would mm. argue that Cam Chancellor is the most important part of that Legion of Boom defense. He mm. was... Um, He was one of, if not the best safety in football for such a long time because of what they asked him to do. Like when you think about that cover three defense and how many teams just tried, decided to eviscerate it post Legion of Boom. The reason they were able to, the reason the Seahawks were able to do that so well is because they had Cam Chancellor, and you could have a safety filling the lanes like a linebacker and putting putting offensive linemen on their ass, but also
2: guarding tight ends. (laughs) It also, he was an incredible player on that team, but it just bothered me how when players would leave the Legion of Boom, they never kept that pace. Like, it was left, he, had to retire. he was a Seahawks I, sniper. I, but I'm not talking about him in that instance. I'm just saying, like, you know, you look at the players that, you know, end up moving on, and it, it, it was a team that played the, so well together because of the unit that they were together with. I mean, well, obviously it was I mean, Richard Sherman that, and Earl Thomas.
4: That, that's a that's but what even a 10 then, is, I though. Would, I would think that Cam Chancellor was one of again one of the best strong safeties to play modern football. Yeah, like I know it's going to be hilarious when I say it, but the hit on Vernon Davis, oh, like in the playoffs, I have that replaying in my head. That is one of the coolest hits I've ever seen in my life. I want and you to
2: understand. I knew as a 49ers fan that the 49ers would never, ever get back the rivalry with the Seahawks. Once that happened, it was done. It is, died with that play. For someone
4: who is kind of like me, who understood football but didn't like watch, like watch, watch intensely until like that Legion of Boom defense, like Cam Chancellor was my guy. That dude, that dude was awesome. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame.
2: I don't know, man. We'll see. There's a lot of really good safeties in the Hall of Fame. And I mean, when you think of some of them, like, I mean, I know it's a different type of position, but like Earl, Th- the, the difference between Earl Thomas, his teammate, and Cam Chancellor is just a league away from each other. I also think they were asked to do two different things. Uh, And I agree. I agree. Like, I started with that. I agree. But it's just like, from a talent perspective, man, it was a big gap. And Earl Thomas is that guy where you're like,
4: I don't think it was that big. Like, Cam Chancellor was like 6'4, 235 pounds, and running with tight ends and laying out offensive linemen. Yeah, like you do not, you don't find safeties
2: like Cam Chancellor anymore.
0: Brock Lesnar playing center field? It wasn't fair.
3: By the way,
2: real quick, just a quick uh, update on uh, Twitter. I posted: uh, Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Uh, With the option of yes, no, and then let me see the results. Wait,
1: hold on. Did Lindsay O'K see this tweet? No. There's okay. no
2: retweets on it. Okay, no good. Because that
1: would send this in a very skewed 100. direction. Yeah.
2: I I agree. Like no, Lindsay, no, Is no.
0: Lindsay a big Matt Ryan Hall of Fame person?
2: No, no she anti is. Matt Ryan more she than hates any other. Matt Ryan. Like her whole she hate, stick. Why does she she hate is, Matt Ryan? She's, so a, well, she's because a great, that draft
4: was Matt Ryan Joe Flacco. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, but 72 votes. 19% of the vote was let me see the results. <laughs> 75% was no. Leaving a whopping six percent said yes. Now I'll yes. say that
0: I'll say this about Matt Ryan: he's more talented than somebody who will get. Like he's more talented than Eli Manning, but Eli Manning is going to get in. Absolutely, I wouldn't be shocked if Eli got in first ballot. Yeah, like
2: his career, Eli's absolutely getting in first Eli ballot. Manning is getting in the Hall of Fame, and on his like plaque on his bus, it should read: Eli Manning beat the best quarterback in NFL history. That's why he's going to get a twice. Yeah. He beat yeah. Tom Brady yeah. twice. He beat God.
1: He beat the undefeated Tom Brady too. He beat the he beat best the,
2: version.
4: He beat the
1: greatest like, yeah. team beat, to not
4: win the Super Thanos, Bowl. He like, Thanos Tom Brady. It was yeah.
2: literally like, it was like. He also uh, has. Like, I can't say that. Okay. Very, very
4: low key. He has one of the best throws we've ever seen in the Super Bowl. That so man, just, to Mario Manningham the Bowl on the corner. Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: Come on. Like he put it like right. Where only Mario Manningham could get it.
0: Eli also had yeah. some really, really bad seasons.
1: But I think that's he part did, of the thing but... is like he had to do that. He had both. Like you got both with Eli Manning. Like he just had the ups and downs. But like I'm not sure you'll find many calm, cool, collected, but I also big think moment quarterbacks. He's also going
4: to get the uh, longevity argument because there was. Yeah. A, uh, I think he broke the record for most career starts, executive hmm. starts. Yeah, that, he did. That far has an Ironman. He, Iron he broke that record, so he's going to get in off of that as well as uh, 2007 and 2011. I think the the candidacy for uh, Philip Rivers is going to be a whole lot more interesting.
2: Yeah, eh, mm-hmm. I think you got to put Philip Rivers in the Hall of Fame. I think for the vibes, you got It would put, be hilarious you to gotta not to put
4: Philip Rivers in
2: for the vibes. It would be objectively hilarious to, to leave him out. It would
4: be. It would be when, hilarious when you look at the numbers and the stats. Philip Rivers. Is probably going to be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play and not win a Super Bowl
2: because not he even was come cursed. close. Phil was Rivers with being on the Chargers. This guy he he only walked, appeared
0: in one AFC Championship game. He much.
2: walked through so Kirk Cousins could run. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm talking. I'm talking about. You the, know, what I just realized too. when the, the best players game. in that offense oh, will get, win in win get in, and he won't get in.
1: LT and Antonio Gates will both be Hall of Famers, and he won't.
0: Yeah, but like he only had LT for like what four years of his right. career. Antonio mm. Gates wasn't like great after like 2011. That was like five or six years of it. Like the, the majority of his career was spent with.
1: Oh, is Eric Weddle a Hall of Famer? No. no. Okay. Mm.
2: Hmm.
1: This is fun. Mm. This is like what this is the full on meme of like guys. How do guys become friends? They just, they just name retired name athletes
2: Damn. over. Yeah. This is the ultimate that, like, guys just hanging out talking about guys old NFL players. Yes.
0: <laughs> Dude, I watched, I was, I've uh, been binge watching old Fox NFL Sunday pregame shows from 1998, and
1: it's been so fun. So They're good. I actually... rewatched, uh, you, one of my favorite ones was the, um, or I watch an old Fox up when I, uh, like, throughout grad school, like, when I was taking study breaks, I remember I watched, uh, Vikings Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and Ooh, you just watch fantastic. that on YouTube. It's just, Top I'm looking notch.
4: at the uh, the potential first ballot Hall of Fame class Frank Gore is going to be in. It is stacked, low-key, because Marquise Pouncey, uh, Drew Brees, Gino Atkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Stephen Gaskowski, LaShawn McCoy, Jason Witten, Gore, David DeCastro, Mikey Potty, Greg Olson, Philip Rivers, Julian Edelman, Thomas Davis, uh, Sean Lee,
2: wouldn't it be Alfred kind Moore? of cool if
0: Breeze and Rivers went in together? Like I know that Philip isn't a first ballot guy, but it'd be kind of kind of neat. It'd be funny. Mm. I be think hilarious.
2: there's a lot, I think there's a lot more people than you think that will make the argument that Philip Rivers is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, you,
0: also, uh, Philip Rivers he is a quarterback. Like there's very few exceptions. Like Marino got in, obviously, because he set the world on fire and did unprecedented things. Even though he didn't win a ring, he still at least got to a Super Bowl. In this day and age, like you gotta at least get to a Super Bowl to be a first ballot Hall of Famer as a quarterback.
1: Mm.
4: I don't know, man. I feel like the argument for Phillip Rivers would be like, if you're going to say, yeah, he didn't make a Super Bowl, it was also the argument of like, he played like Brady and Manning every yeah. year. And he yeah. was cursed with being on the Chargers. I mean, he played a game with like a torn ACL like, yeah, in the playoffs. He's a warrior, man. He he almost led them to the win. But unfortunately, it's the Chargers and nothing good ever happened. I wonder how to that torn
0: Chargers? ACL affected his like ability to make children that affected that that side of his life
2: uh what do you mean like obviously it? not obviously not he's Again, on number I guess 10. obviously
0: not yeah yeah play,
2: yeah
4: he could feel an entire anything? offense like starting offense by himself
0: you don't think that affected his form or anything thanks i would I go to I, so. I
1: would love to go to philip river's house on thanksgiving day they must oh, have the so all-time wholesome. best thanksgiving football game like the family game they have an all-timer I to be
0: too much, Catholic for my liking, but yeah, I'm sure it's nice. Imagine
4: how much they spend on vacations. Oh, also, is Philip Rivers Catholic? I don't think so. Yes, yes, he yes. is. Oh, he's. Yes. Va- he's that's why Catholic. he has so
0: many children. They don't believe in birth control.
4: Well, I was gonna say, like, just
0: let homie's not shooting blanks either. He's. Philip Rivers is
4: from Mobile, Alabama, and went and played at NC oh. State. That is a that is the most southern man that has ever. Well, he was t- he
1: was coaching at a private school. Was it yeah, a Catholic at, uh, private
4: school? Catholic private school in Alabama.
1: Yeah he retired it, the wrong cannon oh speaking of would y'all like to guess who the current uh high school powerhouse coach at lipscomb is right now wait
0: um is it trent dilfer no it dilfer was t- trent dilfer Dilfer took, um, took the uab job mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah he did
1: i'll give you a hint he was a another great all-time player who just pops into this job that apparently is only gonna be hey remember this player
0: great all what position player. did he play
1: yeah offensive line Wait, what what did what uh conference
0: what, what decade what year did he retire? AFC
1: South. Uh oh. He retired AFC South. I guess how long has he been retired? He's been retired for a minute. Okay. Uh, um Falls. He was good for a while.
2: I this think, is yeah. This I, I, you're gonna I, say something. Is I, it gonna be funny? is it? Is it gonna
1: He's be? He's a Titan. Saturday? He was a Titan. Oh. Saffled? No. no, it's not saffled.
4: Um, older than that.
1: Oh my god! I think he was on the Super Bowl team. Oh, um, Steve Hutchinson? No, good guess.
4: Oh my! I don't think I know it. If it, if he was on Super, Super Bowl team, I don't know. Kevin Mawai.
1: Oh, oh my god.
4: <laughs> How That's did fun. I not know that he was the, Kevin? Uh, y. he was the offensive line coach for the Colts before taking yeah. that job? How did hmm. I not know? I was thinking Kevin Why, but I didn't want to say it.
1: I just love that this job is like just gonna be. Remember this guy? He was in the NFL remember for a while.
4: This guy? Uh, Probably so the you better
3: Coach
1: than
4: Trent Dilfer is
1: at UAB.
2: Ooh, oh, Trent Dilfer's players.
1: You're not gonna get his players. Um, AFC West preview as we move along here. A couple different questions for uh, the AFC West teams, guys, that I thought would be fun here. Um, Evan, the Raiders, what can you say about uh, the Raiders at this point that uh, gives Raiders fans optimism, pessimism? You're the Jimmy Garoppolo expert. Are you cautiously optimistic that the Raiders might be better next year? Um, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby better drafts like um we'll see if they have a little bit more talent the receiver spot like we'll we'll see a little bit there Devontae adams is still there josh jacobs should report at some point he should be a raider like is there a path to them being a wild card threat in 2023 in your estimation no
2: um Mm. the so the las vegas raiders my suggestion would be to use the new I, the big video screen sphere in Las Vegas to hypnotize the city and the fans for 365 mm-hmm. days because this is going to be one of the most mid NFL seasons I mean you just went through it with Marcus Mariota and the Atlanta Falcons mm. how forgettable was that season <clears throat> it wasn't fun I imagine that is what you're going to get with the Las Vegas Raiders and Jimmy Garoppolo. I just I don't even yeah, with the Raiders, the
4: biggest question is is Jimmy Garoppolo actually going to play football for this team? We don't know at this point. And if he's not, I I don't have enough faith in Aiden O'Connell to say like, yeah, this team is going to be competitive.
2: I mean I feel like Jimmy's going to play. I don't think that's anything you need to worry about. I I don't know. Like, I don't know what the latest update has been, like,
4: on his foot. Like, is he actually okay? But that feels like the biggest question mark here. Like, is he actually going to be, like,
0: healthy If he enough? doesn't, that's I mean, hilarious. That's like objectively hilarious.
4: They might assign, like, damaged goods. I don't think so.
1: I don't know. what I happens if he can't play by the way is he just a free agent Can they they already just have,
2: kinda... yeah they already have it in the the contract that if well i'm is...
1: saying he doesn't go back to san francisco he becomes a yeah, just free full agent. Free agent. he was a free agent so he signed yeah.
2: with the team in free agency so it would just be no he would Cole. just
1: you know what he would do he would wind up in miami and he's just going to be oh, like if y'all yes. need me at some point like cool if whatever he's
2: sitting it. over here on yeah the bench. <laughs> so for me and my in miami would be very good for that economy. We talked about Phillip Rivers
4: having too many kids. <laughs> Jimmy, and Messi, too much. Jimmy and Messi in Miami at the same time. What a time to be alive! lot. But um, I also have questions about how their defense is going to look, especially on the back end. They are they were horrendous on mm. the back end. And I'm going to look up their uh, depth chart right now. Their, you, don't, you don't have to do that. You their to, their secondary know. right now is absolutely horrendous.
2: I can't
1: name one yeah.
4: player. Trevon
3: uh,
1: Mayrig is the only one I can name. Nate Hobbs starting, is the one I remember off the top of my head.
2: Nate Hobbs, uh, other than Crosby is I their starting nickel. Uh,
1: mm.
4: Duke Shelley is their starting outside corner.
1: I don't know who that is.
4: Alongside uh David Long Jr., who used to play him. for the Rams. Mm. Um, and then you have Marcus Epps, who came over from Philly, and Travon Merrick as a, as a
1: safety. Uh he, Well, hold on. This would only be an issue if you were in a division with (laughs) quarterbacks who could actually throw the ball down the field and can attack you through the air in a multitude of ways. That would only be an issue in that particular circumstance. But thankfully, hold on. Let me check my notes here. Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes are in this division. That seems like a problem. I will say, though, Max
4: Crosby always, like, dominates the Chiefs. Hmm. So I honestly think Max Crosby is one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah. Just, yeah. He is like we don't say like we say relentless as like a cliche a lot. Max Crosby is the only like true relentless player in the NFL. He plays every mm-hmm. snap. He led all defense all defensive ends in pass rush snaps and run defense snaps and led the uh, let all edge defenders in run stop rate. He's absolutely insane as a pass rusher. I feel like he is going to etch himself firmly into the best defensive player in the NFL conversation this year, alongside a potentially healthy Chandler Jones and Tyree Wilson, who you can be versatile with up front. I don't think their defensive line is the biggest issue here. I think it's the linebackers and secondary, you know? I, again, it's going to be very interesting, especially if Josh Jacobs ends up holding out, you lose a crucial part of that offense last year. That offense took off. After they went into 21 personnel with Jacob Johnson on the field and let Josh Ooh. Jacobs cook, that w- that offense went from struggling to find their identity to one of the best, one of the better offenses, or at least competent in the NFL. So now you're potentially going to be without Josh Jacobs, without Jimmy Garoppolo, with a rookie uh, quarterback potentially playing. This all just sounds who's too the, much. Who's their like backup a,
0: back? Who would be their starter if Jacobs does just a uh, probably
4: Zamir White. Mm. He was their uh, their yeah. guy that got late last year. Yeah, but this all just sounds too much like disaster mm. for me for the uh, Raiders.
0: The only bad thing about that is like a very real possibility of Vegas ending up with Caleb Williams <laughs> or Drake May and just ruining. So just potentially th- destroying one of
4: them. The thing about that is if they bottom out again, what was the point of hiring Josh McDaniels? Like that was the Good guy point. that I was supposed to get you to the playoffs immediately. He's not the let it build guy.
0: Well, I, I, I don't know if any, at least I didn't like, we've seen Josh McDaniels, the head coach experiment before, and it didn't go well. Like he's, he's ridden Tom Brady's coattails to two head coaching gigs and stunk at both of them.
4: But that, but what I'm saying is right coaching
0: gigs. if you kept the Colts that he just decided to leave.
4: But what I'm saying is, like, if this doesn't work, if it bottoms out again, like, I if yeah if <laughs> <laughs> if it bottoms out, I I just have a lot of questions about Josh McDaniels as a head coach.
0: I, th- I think majority of people already have those, but the thing with the Raiders though is like, you're Mark Davis. You're still like McDaniels. Still might have like another year just because how much cash flow are you gonna if you're Mark Davis? How many tens yeah, are you gonna? They don't keep have a lot paid? of money.
2: Like yeah. It, is Mark Davis like going broke? Oh yeah,
4: like j- they paid John Gruden like seventy-two million guaranteed.
1: Yeah, they are. Did they are not set up? Didn't he has they a sue him? The Jimbo Fisher contract.
4: He didn't no, John sue- Gruden him? sued the Raiders because the they wanted to hire him for they wanted to fire him for cause
2: because of all the emails and stuff. Wait, did they not get to do that though? So they, so they weren't able to fire him for cause to not they have wanted to do that contract. To, right. yeah. They wanted to, but John Gruden is suing them over it because he's like, I signed a $72 million
4: fully guaranteed contract, <laughs> yeah. which is so funny. That's hilarious. Like, in retrospect.
0: For him but, to have those horrible drafts and not do anything of note in his time there
2: to get paid that much money. Col- Colton Miller, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, they are they are
4: cash strapped, so they really can't do anything even if they're yeah. really bad.
2: I don't think there's much you need to talk about when it comes to the Raiders. I think you're going to see very quickly that Jimmy is not going to be enough to take that team over the top. Josh McDaniels clearly has no idea what he's doing. That's just going to be a team that we'll look at rebuilding in the next two years.
0: Like Max Crosby feels like a guy, maybe not this year, but like in the next year or two who gets traded to a contender for picks. Khalil Adams. Yeah, the Cleo Mack type. Devontae Adams is going to get moved, I think, at some point before the trade deadline. It's, it's
2: too he much might get camp, he but... might get traded this year. I think if the if the Patriots don't ask him about it though,
1: the man he is is, tired. no he 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 loves he loves this team. Yeah. Um, Jarrett. Yeah. When it comes to the Broncos, mm. the best reason for optimism, the best reason you, for belief that they could win smiling. the Super Bowl. What is it? Are you optimistic that they can flip the script with Sean Payton this year and be a 10-win-ish playoff team?
0: Um I think that they can be in the wild card mix. Like I think in the mm. AFC there's only like three teams I'm completely ruling out, and that's Houston and Indy, just because you know they're rookie quarterbacks, rookie head coaches, they're just laying foundations. And then the Raiders. We just talked about them. I don't see anything good happening for them. With Denver like, you know, what, 5-12 what, and 12 last year, they're over-unders 8. Like, we talked about it on the show before. Sean mm-hmm. Payton, does he count for, you know, three, four more wins with how close they were in a lot of their games last year? You can make that argument. Um, the only thing that worries me is the fact that they play in a division with Justin Herbert and the Chargers, Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs. By the way, when's the last time they beat the Chiefs? I think mean, it's been nine years, eight years since they beat the Chiefs. So those two factors concern me. But Sean Payton, it's very clear that they're going to commit to running the ball and taking a lot of what was on Russell Wilson's plate last year and taking it off and letting him or not letting him cook defensively. We know that they have the guys. You know, Justin Simmons is one of the best safeties in the league. You make the argument that pass is the best corner in the league. Yeah. I like what they have. Uh, well, the thing uh, about their defense though, you lose Evero to Carolina. So, uh, We'll see how much that factors in, but they, they've got the guys. It's just how much different is this philosophy going to look offensively, and how successful is it going to be uh, when it comes to being a more run centric offense? Um, I, I'm still curious to see if they might look to move one of these receivers because they have a lot of risk. Like they run four or five deep at receiver, and if they wanted to get a different piece or picks or anything, like they can move a guy like Corlin Sutton or a guy like KJ Hamler or maybe a Tim Patrick. I know they just paid Tim Patrick not that long ago, um, but. That's certainly something to to think about as well. I think that they can be in the wild card mix. I, I, they're not in a Super Bowl mix, man. Unless Russell Wilson just completely turns the pillow over and is just a new leaf, everything's fine and dandy back to old Russell Wilson. Then maybe, but I don't see that happening. I think that they can be in the wild card mix and maybe surprise some people and be the seventh seed. But I think that's their ceiling.
4: I think they're one of, if not the biggest question mark in the AFC because. Mm them
0: and Cleveland to me are the two biggest like mm.
4: like when you look at that roster like on paper it's a very talented team especially when you look at what Sean Payton's trying to do with bringing in like more people to invest in the run game trying to take the ball out of Russell Wilson's hand I think the biggest question is like what are we expecting of Russell Wilson at this age this quarterback are we expecting him to become Drew Brees He's not going to do that. He is not a Drew Brees style of quarterback. He is a throw it deep, and if I can't throw it deep, then I'm going to make it work with my legs. But when you get older, your legs don't work like they used to before, and your arm isn't as strong as it used to be. It's, it's worth asking, like, what do, we, what do we think Russell Wilson is going to be in this offense, in, in the NFL right now at this age? I think there's also questions about what the defense will look like. I mean, it's going to be a completely different philosophy on defense with Vance Joseph, with Idril Everett There's a lot of quarters, a lot of cover two. Vance Joseph, he didn't play a lot of man. He mixed it up, but they're very cover three heavy. Mm. You know, I think they need another, possibly another outside corner to complement Pat Sertan, so you don't have to worry about like testing that depth, those depth issues at outside corner. But I mean, all things break right. They should be a playoff team, but that's if everything breaks right with the quarterback. We don't know. We don't know what that's going to look like. Like we haven't seen Sean Payton as a coordinator or a head coach in a while. We don't know what that's going to look like. So they're really just—I don't know. We'll we'll
1: have to wait and see. I love their receiver room. Like it's kind of wild how deep they are. It's It's very
0: like slept on and like people forget just how deep it is. Just like KJ Hamler's.
1: Tim forgotten Patrick's about Marquez Patrick. Calloway you draft Marvin Mims it's, like I'm going not, through this list and I'm like even their fifth and sixth guys would be starting and important players on a lot of it, other receivers but rooms.
2: it's not that it would they're forgotten about everyone was very excited last year it's just, I'm saying those
1: are the starters. I'm saying I not, just meant the bench. Like, that's on the bench right now. Those aren't even their starters. Like, that's a starting wide receiver. That's a bet. Oh, this is a good game. Is this better than the Titans' current starters? Marquez Calloway, Marvin Mims Jr., and KJ Hamler. Is that better than what the Titans are going to start week one? Outside yes, of absolutely. DeAndre Hopkins? Outside of D-Hop. Oh, yeah. I got, yeah, D-Hop's there. But I still think, would you take those three over the three that the Titans are going to have?
0: Who would be the Titans' third, Chig?
4: No, it would be uh
1: Kyle Phillips. You can make the argument. Kyle I probably, and I, I, I probably still that.
0: take Tennessee, but
1: the fact that we have that conversation, though, it's like Russell Wilson has no excuses. Javante Williams, you have this receiving core. Like you have Sean Payton now in the building. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of like this is such I mean, a huge year are, for Russell Wilson because this is it. Like, I don't the think they're running they back built, with Russ the way if they, they are struggle built, again. They have to
4: win now. You yeah. paid Russell Wilson all that money to win yeah. now. You paid Mike McGlinsey all that money to win now.
1: And I forgot I'm about still, Mike McGlinchey.
4: I'm still like, I think Mike McGlinchey is a good run 49ers blocker. legend. I think mm-hmm. he's a good run blocker. I don't know what he's yeah. going to do in the passing game, but that's a lot like everybody else on the Broncos. They're going to do work right. in the run game. It's just, what does Russ look like? That's their, that's their big question.
1: Um, when it comes to the chargers, I'm going to throw this one to you, Evan, cause it's your long forgotten son, Justin Herbert. You love Justin Herbert. A lot of folks talked themselves into the Chargers winning the Super Bowl next last year. At least going to the Super Bowl, they were a very trendy pick. They did not. Speaking of Joe, he is now he goes from one uh, AFC West team as the EOC to another uh, here. But when you look at what the Chargers did, they bring in Kellen Moore from the Cowboys to be their new OC. Austin Eckler's back. We wondered if he was not going to be back. Big thing with health with them they need their tackles to be healthy they need okay. their defense to be healthy it's a trend every year for the chargers got um their souls removed in jacksonville where jp was in attendance for do you think they bounce back and are a playoff team division challenger
2: against the chiefs next year it's hard to say you know they had like a very you know they like a not flashy offseason right they mm. they they, I think the they got rid of Bryce Callahan or Bryce Callahan, Kyle Van Noy, and uh, their linebacker Trinkle were gone. Um, Eric Kendricks coming in at linebacker doesn't really move the needle for me. Uh, I do think that Morgan Fox and Trey Pipkins should be helpful, but it's it's not about really this off season. It's can they stay healthy and Kellen Moore? Like Kellen Moore is the biggest factor for me at this point because you saw what he was able to do with Dak and the offense as a whole I don't think that the Cowboys made a good decision by getting rid of Kellen Moore so I'm hoping that Kellen Moore can get the most out of Justin Herbert I just am terrified of trying to say anything positive about him after what happened last year it's 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 a really tough situation uh I think that they'll do better than they did last year because I of think, Kellen Moore. I
1: think Quentin Johnson picks. was a great pick, too. You have Quentin Johnson, Mike Williams, and uh Keenan Allen.
2: Woo. I just I just don't like them going receiver. Right. Away I think they had Martin I think Moore. they had to. They I mean, I get they it. They
0: needed speed. They had no speed. I but get that it.
4: that is my big question. It is how different is the Kellen Moore offense from the Joe Lombardi offense? They both struggled with the same thing at the end of the day, which was the All congestion. Right and the lack of speed and the lack of downfield attempts. The only reason that the chart you would say the, Col- the Cowboys offense was better than the Chargers was because they were able to run the ball in short yard situations. That also has yet to be seen. They couldn't run the ball at all in short yard situations last year, but that could be attributed to not having Rashawn Slater for the year. Yeah. But it's worth questioning what exactly is going to be different with Kellen Moore from Joe Lombardi is he going to coax Justin Herbert to throw the ball a little further is he going to get the is he going to be able to push teams vertically at this with Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator I I think it's a question that has to be asked because the Cowboys weren't exactly like dominating teams throwing the ball down the field they were another brutally efficient offense that would kill you in the five to seven yard range and one thing that we want to see from Justin Herbert is you can. It's fine. It's great that you can go through these progressions one, two, three. But sometimes just be like, hey man, I can make this throw, so throw it. Yeah. So I wonder if Kellen Moore will actually be able to coax that out of Justin Herbert, and then the defensive depth is the next question, especially in the secondary. I think they had issues when they when they uh, when they got hurt. Their defense secondary wasn't all wasn't all that great. So. I mean, they still have the same depth issues on the back end and they still have the same questions offensively. <laughs> Sounds like the exact same team, just now they're healthy.
0: I think we're, what we all need to be asking ourselves the, the real question is how, how will Kellen Moore utilize Max Duggan in, in this offense? And I'm kidding, very, very much so kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with JP on all fronts. Um, When it comes to Justin Herbert, I want to see a lot of lot more of TTB. Throw that bitch like just unleash, man. Just go. Um, We saw hints of it. Like the thing that's kind of like an oxymoron when it comes to talking about Lombardi is like, oh, why isn't Justin Herbert throwing the ball downfield? Well, Joe Lombardi was there in 2021 when he was just unleashing piss missiles every week. So like, I I don't know what happened. Maybe it was the fact that you know they had so many injuries both on offense as well because Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Both dealt with injuries, and he had you know DeAndre Carter and Josh Palmer as his you know one and two targets for a while. Um, bringing in Quentin Johnson, I think, will help. You know, especially um, if they utilize him more in the slot. But, well, I mean, but I think they'll probably use Keenan Allen as the power slot guy at this point because he there's just I like Keenan Allen a lot, but at this point in his career, I think we've seen it. He just needs to be moved inside. You utilize Quentin on the outside with Mike Williams as like you know your jump ball guy,
4: but. I'm, I mean even after adding Quentin Johnson they still have the same depth issues because at, if one of those guys gets hurt you're starting Jalen Guyton, Joshua Palmer or Darius Davis like you you still have those problems especially with an offense that is very much reliant on those guys being healthy yeah. so the their their biggest thing is they they're, they're going to run it back hopefully these guys are going to be healthy and I don't know like yeah I think they're going to make the playoffs again because they made the playoffs without being healthy last year but it is it's go time now because after this year you're going to have to pay Justin Herbert a boatload of money and Mm -hmm. that's going to put you up against the cap and you're not going to be able to have uh, Joey Bosa,
2: Derwin James, Khalil Mack and JC Jackson all on the the
4: same time. It
2: is insane. I want a thirty for thirty one day about how they traded for Khalil Mack, <laughs> signed JC Jackson, and got worse. Well, I mean, Whoa. JC
0: got hurt and didn't play the majority of. Well, the game.
2: problem I'm, is, I'm just saying it's the whole thing. I'm not saying like he was like it's just you know, bad just luck. Like the the, yeah. the it's if not just
4: I don't think it's just bad luck. I think it's mm. also. Um, remember why I said earlier that Brandon Staley was like, "Yeah, I'd rather give up." 40 yard explosive plays and giving up four to five yard runs. The problem was he wasn't giving up four to five yard runs. It was five to seven. It was seven to ten. Like they are legitimately, they are the worst team at defending the run over the past two years. And to to this day, like I mean, you have Sebastian Joseph Day, Morgan Fox, and Austin Johnson, who are fine when they're healthy. And having Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack both healthy, they should help the run defense. But the minute one of those guys goes down, like they're yeah. back to square one. So it it's worth asking, like, is Brandon Staley going to adjust? Like, they got gut checked at the end of last season. That that was like their uh that was the combo breaker. Like you, now you gotta go back to the offseason and be like, hey, you gotta sit through the entire offseason and be like, dang. We were up 27-0 and lost that game. It'll be interesting to see how they respond like this year because. You know that, what I
2: hope happens? I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm really No, sorry. go ahead. Just this thought like jumped into my mind. What if Justin Herbert just. By a miracle, didn't resign and signed with, and somehow ended up on the Patriots. I was Belichick. having that thought. Whoa, I don't, I don't whoa, think whoa. the
0: Patriots. I just thought whoa, like once he decides, you not to resign. are evil
4: if you want to give him to the
2: Patriots. There, he's the perfect quarterback for Bill Belichick, and I, I, I hate the Patriots, and I don't want that. But like Justin Herbert does not deserve this. Like, listen <laughs> to what we're talking about right now. This is insane. He's one of the most exciting quarterbacks we've seen in so long, and he's in purgatory. Like
0: I can't I can't wait to watch Bill Belichick give the fourth receiver on the Titans $13 million a year to be his number one target. It'll be great to watch.
4: And they will probably end up being like a top three seed. Because yeah. Bill Belichick is insane.
0: I think that at this point in his career, he's not insane.
2: Well, he he lost he's, the break.
0: He's got Brady, two, Brady two sub five hundred seasons over the past three years. No playoff oh, wins.
2: Hold on. Yeah, the number one Bill,
0: Be- Bill Belichick
4: defense. the coach is still one of the 3 to 5 best coaches in
0: the sure. league. Sure. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying that I you know having Belichick as the coach doesn't guarantee you, you know, being a playoff team. Doesn't even guarantee you being over 500 anymore. I'm, I mean, I think that the in terms of the Belichick lore, I, it's definitely worn off in the last 3 Oh, years.
2: 100%. He I got mean, he you had the. Say, they, they signed the most. They like all that money they spent in free agency that year. You can say it kind of. I. I don't know, man. I don't think it's
4: worn off for me because. He's still like, not even like arguably. He is still the best defensive mind, in the I'm league, not... and what he can do with the guys that he has defensively, like you're not going to get that anywhere else. I think bill belichick the gm kind of undercut bill belichick the coach and maybe that's where i'm getting skewed and also like hiring the worst offensive coordinating pairing of all time probably didn't help so like i the, the luster has not worn off on bill belichick for me
0: maybe i'm getting skewed at the whole gm thing but to me like the patriots aren't scary anymore
1: like, no, I would the, agree with that. I
4: do not think so. I think the Patriots are still scary. That defense, nah. that defense is terrifying. But de-
0: hey, the defense is good. The offense isn't scaring anybody. They and will, in today's league, you gotta,
4: you, you gotta be at least something.
0: Mac Jones isn't scaring anybody.
4: His rookie year, they made the playoffs with Mac Jones still not being that great, and then got but, boat raced. But they still, I'm saying they still made the playoffs. If this, what we're doing is, can you make the playoffs? bill belichick is still bill belichick is still capable of getting that team to a playoff i think last year again he was undercut by beavis and butthead at a offensive coordinator
0: i i would make and i know that making bets preseason has come back to haunt me but i would bet whatever goofy thing you want me to bet that the patriots won't be a playoff team
2: after they had the like they ended the season with the number one defense, like DVOA, didn't they? The, their defense is good I'm not saying their defense is bad. I think you don't miss the playoffs. Good. you don't miss the def- the playoffs with the defense like that. It just and isn't they just did. The defense got better. i I, I
4: would argue they're... that they now have a functional adult in the offensive coordinator room, and they're
0: I still also... the fourth best team in their own division.
2: Listen, hey, I agree with you though. I will say that uh, again and again. Bill Belichick lost the breakup. Who was more important? The answer is Tom Brady. I think
4: I think that conversation was stupid to start off. I think I I don't. I don't. That
2: was the most. That was one of the most satisfying football arguments in the history of NFL because we got an answer literally the first year. He went to another team and immediately won a Super Bowl. It was just like, "There's your answer." It wasn't it wasn't Bill Belichick.
4: Well final question.
1: Okay, fine. Sorry, Chase. Go ahead. Final question. The Patriots are dead. That's what we landed on. Um Um, the Chiefs. What can we say about the Chiefs? Are they the unanimous um, favorites? Are they like is there any path to them not being one of the two, three best teams in the AFC this year? No.
2: Honestly, like I don't mean to What are the weaknesses? Do they have any weaknesses? the weakness was getting rid of Tyree kill and they got better. So if I'm being <laughs>
4: like, if I'm being serious, the, I think, uh, I can't even say like their secondary, their secondary was a weakness last year. Cause they yeah. were all young, but they played great. And now they're old now. So <laughs> I don't know. I think, okay. The biggest question will be, uh, if Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith can, uh, hold up in protection yep. because they signed Jawan taylor to an 80 million dollar deal to play right tackle they signed donovan smith to be the left tackle i thought they were gonna have Jawan play left but no they signed donovan smith to play left Jawan's gonna play right it's worth questioning like how good is that pairing going to be like andrew wiley and orlando brown jr weren't lighting the world on fire but they have, you have to be a baseline level of good for patrick mahomes to actually be yeah. Patrick Mahomes we saw that in the Super Bowl with that the Buccaneers won how good is that pairing going to be they still have one of the better offensive line coaches in the league and Andy Heck you have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback you have Andy Reid as a play designer I don't think they're going to lose us I don't think they're going to lose too much of a step with Eric bien leaving because Andy Reid is still there he's still going to have a say in everything that offense does yeah that's probably the biggest question and even then that question is mitigated like, that that problem of protection isn't as important because you have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Like, he is such a problem nullifier that, I mean, we just saw him go to the Super yeah. Bowl with non-Tyreek Hill offensive weapons. I mean, Travis Kelsey is still phenomenal, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, he is a problem
2: nullifier. He, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to – yeah, he's, he – Oh, he's just he's
0: he's the he's the most talented player in the history of the sport.
2: I think think when
0: you when you have that at your disposal with a top three play designer, maybe of all time. That's going to nullify a lot of things.
2: I'm always going to say that Tom Brady is going to be the greatest quarterback period of all time, just because you go to that many Super Bowls and you win that many Super Bowls. It's never going to happen again. Even like Mahomes with two right now, it'll never happen again. But yeah, Mahomes. I know, man. Oh, I do. I do. I don't. It'll never, ever, ever, ever happen again. Chase, get this. I, I hope I'm alive. I've been on the podcast before saying this. No quarterback will ever win that many Super Bowls ever again. I hope I'm alive if it ever happens.
4: That'd be pretty and I, cool.
2: And I say this as like players know. like health is getting better, people are taking care of their bodies better, the technology, seven Super Bowls. Like it's it's like Tom Brady had to play until he was like forty-three.
3: That it's a seven. record,
2: it's a record that will never be broken again. I, but, I don't but know. I say that, I emphasize that with with agreeing with Jarrett wholeheartedly. Patrick Mahomes is the most and talented.
4: They have the most talented quarterback, they have the best play caller, they have the best tight end. I think Steve Spagnolo doesn't get enough credit for what he does with that defense. Chris yeah. Jones is the second-best defensive tackle in football. They had a young edge rusher, uh, George Karloftis, who played well as the season went on. Nick Bolton and Willie Gay in the middle now, of the defense. It's two two very good linebackers. Um, and then, like I said, the DB room was young last year. They got through those growing pains. Now they're a little older, a little smarter. They retained that DB group. It's going to be hard to say like any other team is not going to win the Super Bowl. Right. Even if, if
0: you want to point out like maybe like receiver wise like they're going to be a little weak. At, look what it was last year. And
2: if the, plus, if the you Niners get have
0: Tony and he's going to have a whole year, it's it's
2: crazy. Serious question though. The the Brock Purdy we saw last year, like the the the, the like Brock Purdy. If that guy comes back and plays like that, can the 49ers beat the the Chiefs? No.
3: Mm.
4: I, I'm going to say no right now, mainly because. So the first time the Niners and the Chiefs played in the regular season, Andy Reid designed a phenomenal game plan to nullify the effect of Nick Bosa. There was so let me no let McCaffrey. Me, let me finish. Let me finish. You give Andy Reid an extra week on top of having seen that defense already for the first time they might score more points. So And pl- pl- sorry, JP. So I mean it's an interesting question. I just don't I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes.
0: And I just saw a Philadelphia Eagles team have a double digit lead with just as good a roster with a much better quarterback and they still couldn't get the job done. And, Mahomes, to-
4: and Mahomes had one good ankle. One yeah, yeah he was one, leg. On
0: one foot. So you give me Patrick Mahomes on two legs against a team whose roster is just as good as the Eagles, but with a worse quarterback, and like JP pointed out, Andy Reid getting an extra week to prepare for everything, I'm not betting against
4: An extra so. week to prepare for a team that he already hung 40 on. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. But it's just, even with the wide receivers, I think Rasheed Rice is a perfect complement to what they needed. Like, he is the perfect Juju Smith-Schuster replacement. If you look at what Rasheed Rice can do, he is much more of a yak over the middle, underneath guy. That's exactly what Juju Smith-Schuster did. So, like, good luck, man. That's that's really it. Good luck. The
0: the the Chiefs are in a tier by themselves, and that tier is we have Patrick Mahomes, and you don't
4: stuck it. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is in a tier by himself. Like, I don't want to talk those quarterback rankings where
0: whomever put him to.
4: No, I don't want to talk about that anonymous (laughs) scout. BS man, you you're just trying put to put your say name something. on that. You, you put your name on it. Yeah, put your name. Like who, who said that? let you know see what what I, whose
0: team is employing you?
4: Right. You know now. what I think. You know what I think it was. I think it was a Chiefs executive trying to give them some more some more hateration. They That's, need they needed something. They needed somebody to gaslight them into thinking that nobody believed in them again this year. Travis Kelsey was all like, oh, nobody believed in us, and we went out and won the Super Bowl. Dog, you have Patrick Mahomes. You are Travis freaking Kelsey. Nobody thought that you weren't going to win the Super Bowl mo- during the season last year. Look, man, I think it was somebody from the, self, from the uh, Chiefs being like, hey, I'm going to say that you're the second best quarterback in the league. Let's see, how, let's see what you do about that. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for five billion yards and eighty-seven touchdowns.
0: Very real chance that he ups his production from last year, which is I think fifty-two hundred yards, forty-one
4: touchdowns. They also had the most efficient offense that we've probably ever seen, and that was without Tyree Kill. And they're they're getting better. So, like,
0: barring something like, barring like, I mean, knock on wood, barring like a catastrophic injury that could just derail everything. They're going to be right back in it.
4: The only thing that would really concern me, like I said, is the offensive line depth. Yeah. Mm. Because you need to keep Patrick Mahomes upright. But even then, Patrick Mahomes does such a good job of mitigating pressure with either getting the ball out quicker or, like, I think it's so underrated. Like, people don't talk about enough the development of Patrick Mahomes from a fun and gun, deep ball, no ball quarterback in his first few years To being the most efficient short yard passer we've ever seen in the league. You can throw it at any arm slot, any arm angle, any route on the short areas of the field. He can put it anywhere. And that's what really that's really how the offense was able to transition away from Tyree kill, fun and gun offense to a short, the most efficient offense in the league. Yeah, you look at his yards per attempt last year, it wasn't near the top of the league it was near the bottom no no because because they were so efficient because if you're gonna be like yeah we're gonna only allow five yard passes he's like okay i'm gonna complete every five (laughs) yard pass and he's still having a
0: nice mix of the fun and gun in there don't get me like he was still doing the Patrick Mahomes stuff but they were I think they learned a lesson from the year prior where Pat was just doing, I think he had, he felt like he had to do so much because the defense just couldn't stop anybody for a long stretch of time where I think they just like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's just be more efficient rather than having, you know, Patrick Mahomes go balls to the wall for four quarters. I think that definitely helped them.
1: I like it. JP, Jarrett, Evan, always a pleasure.
2: Chase is so tired. I am so tired. (laughs) So wants to go to bed. He's so done. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, I'm running out of energy
1: uh, Evan can tell he's been doing this with me for like four years so uh, maybe five that's I don't crazy. know what year is this
2: 2023 I think it's longer than that actually I don't it's which seems crazy boys I, I it has been it a pleasure that. you guys football season is so soon rookies report so yeah. soon my it's brain like, is
4: fried.
0: Jared I, Bailey is going to be in a training camp facility so soon and I cannot wait
2: and he's going to be in
0: Hinder. In Hinder. Uh, he's gonna be in the He's
2: gonna be in the lips of an angel. Uh he's gonna be in Section steel, lo- steel City. Yeah, in oh your my local God. uh Pittsburgh please tweet that by the way, JP.
4: I, I will. I will thank you. There,
1: there you go. I'm JP, Jarrett, Evan, always a pleasure. I will talk to y'all next week.